Hello and welcome to Insecure Space. My name is Stefan and I'm here with David. Hi everyone. Uh, and with Jack from Jack Tutorials. Hey guys, uh, some of you might know of me. Uh, yeah, from YouTube, uh, 190,000 subscriber YouTube channel. And I do hacking and security stuff. And uh, thanks to Stefan and David for having me on. Yeah, um, our topic today is about how we started with programming and hacking. Uh, what we are currently doing and what our plans are for the future. Hopefully you can learn from our stories a bit and use our advice as we get questions such as how did you learn all this frequently? Um, before we actually start with the topic, um, thanks for the feedback for our first episode. People seem to enjoy that a lot and yeah, it means a lot, a lot to us. Uh, you can listen to it on Spotify now, on Apple Podcast, and on insecurespace.com. There are also all the links. Uh, we have an RSS feed online and all that. So you can add it to basically any podcast app that supports an RSS feed. Um, we probably won't continue it on SoundCloud if anyone even listened there, because SoundCloud is expensive. We have to pay for that separately. Um, YouTube, not sure yet. I think I'm gonna upload this episode on YouTube because we have Jack Tutorials here, which is a big YouTuber. But um, yeah, we will see. Not clear yet. And yeah, if you um, if you don't like our terrible accents, don't worry. We have Jack. <laughs> <laughs> He's from the UK, so that that should give you the proper English yes. pronunciation mm. of everything. Full not English like experience. Us. Yeah. Okay, so um, I think our first yeah subtopic, uh, I guess, is how we started. Um, David, do you want to start? Yep. Okay. So I I'm gonna start with it. Uh, actually, I have a secret special point I want to say, and none of the guys know about this. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> let me just start. Um, so we have Jack uh, on the podcast here, and I just wanted to say like. Thank you for Jack for making the videos because uh, I don't know if you know or not, but you know you were a motivation for a lot of people getting into hacking and uh, and it is super cool that you did all of your videos, you know, uh, because otherwise uh, maybe uh, even I didn't really uh, get into hacking because you know I I looked at your YouTube videos and it it looked so cool that you can do all of this stuff, you know, with Kali Linux and all of that. Then and, and because of that I started really learning about it and uh, you know reading more articles so yeah i just wanted to say thank you in my name and i think in the names of other people uh, who also watched your channel or you know still watching that's, that's awesome in, in my name too <laughs> that's yeah. awesome guys yeah and uh, do you do you uh, remember that i actually tweeted once with a bag of chips and the and the coca-cola yeah, yeah, yeah uh, I, do. I do yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, I that, that. that I was I was really hyped, and I went to the store and got something <laughs> to eat while while we are I, while I'm watching the video. So, yeah, I, I am I am a big fan here, and I just wanted to say it, you know, to clear it up before before we go. And so, yeah, thank you for the videos. Uh, okay, now I I I'm gonna start with the how I started the uh, topic actually. So first of all, I am. Uh, 16 yet. I just finished 10th grade in high school, so I'm not like uh, Space Han and Jack, who are uh, older than me, actually, uh, quite a bit, if we can, if we can say it that way. So my story is not that, not, not, doesn't go that far. 
so uh, I think I started with you know uh, with computers by playing Minecraft, and and a lot of people also <laughs> started the same way. Uh, I think, and it was quite you know fun and interesting. Uh, and I had I had a friend uh, who made Minecraft plugins and. It was really cool, and I I wanted to learn how he does it. And uh, you know, he was programming in Java and uh, still doing some stuff in Java, but not anymore. Um, and um, you know, I I got really hyped that oh my god, if you learn to code, you know, that's super cool. And and I wanted to and I wanted to learn it, but I never really got got into learning it properly. So you know, I I downloaded all the like the programming tutorial apps you can find on the Play Store, and you can go through you know the Java tutorial like variable and and all of that. But I I wasn't got to the point where I can just say okay, I can use this in the real world. That this was I was around like thirteen then, so I mean it's probably okay. And um, but I I still really wanted to learn it. So later I I just got it. Uh, more willpower to learn it actually and you know i even watched like uh these direct bonus i'm not sure if i'm pronouncing the name right uh, videos uh, if you watched him uh, her, his videos then you know what i'm talking about he has the how to learn learn php in like 30 minutes video and if you watch it and you don't have a programming knowledge yet then you just you're just gonna basically want to give up the whole whole thing <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you should you should not so it's great. Uh, these learn PHP in 30 minutes videos are really great for people who already know other languages. So I would not recommend uh, people just starting out to to uh, learn by these. I think the best way to learn programming would really be about you know starting a project and then going through all the all the problems you are having. But that's for uh, that's for another section here. So yeah, I. Um, I wasn't really programming yet, you know, because I, I wasn't able to. And, uh, I, uh, was mostly doing server related stuff because, you know, having a, a Minecraft server and a TeamSpeak server was the coolest thing ever when you are, you know, doing that with all of your friends. And I had the TeamSpeak, uh, server. And actually, I, I, I had an old computer and turned it into, you know, a TeamSpeak Minecraft, uh, everything server. It wasn't, wasn't really l- running it properly, but, it worked, and uh, and we even with my friend who was doing the Minecraft plugins, we we actually made a lot of projects, mostly uh, really uh, random projects which didn't really had a point. Uh, we did those, and uh, it was mostly like web uh, development stuff, and we learned a lot from it. Um, great example, we had like in elementary school, we had like a I didn't know that's the quite word for it like carnival party uh and nevertheless it was a party and uh, and we were doing the music and we did a web app where people can like vote for what kind of stuff they wanted you know uh what kind of music and uh, then i i got a bit more into into this uh, programming thingy which got really exciting because you know then you could uh make your own websites and stuff but i i didn't really do hacking at that point and uh also, the, that uh, website for the school to vote people uh, on the music, you had to. I had to turn it off overnight because I, I had the server running next to me, uh, next to my desk. So <laughs> it it wasn't the best option. I think I eventually like uh, I I moved to DigitalOcean because I realized that oh my god, for five dollar I can get the VPS which is running all the time, and um, 
I think five dollars was way cheaper than how much that old PC actually uh, costs uh, from you know the electricity stuff. But yes, we did a lot of uh, random web projects, and then we learned a lot of stuff uh, with this. And um, um, after you know, I, I got like a bit into programming. I went with Python. That was the language. Which I think I would recommend to most beginners. Not sure about you guys, but um, you know, Python is something that has a really friendly uh, uh, way of writing the code. So you don't you you can actually write it like almost like real English language. So it's quite easy to learn. And I started going with that, and um, and I was also uh, reading articles on uh, on Nullbyte, uh, which is like which was. I don't think it's really active anymore, but uh, it was really active back then. And it was like a hacking uh, forum type of thing, but uh, mostly like admins were making articles, you know, and those articles were written so cool that uh, you read it and you wanted to do the same thing. And it it was looking like that is the coolest thing ever, you know, to do those kind of hacks. And uh, I also watched Jack and uh, Jonty, so... Yep, they were also a big motivation in the, in, you know, getting uh, started into, into hacking. And then I, that's probably, if you know my GitHub uh, projects, that's probably the one, you know, I wrote a mitmap. It's M-I-T-M-A-P. You could pronounce it that way as well. It's, it's really up to, up to you. And it's basically a man in the middle access point script in python it has a really shitty code uh but uh, uh basically what it does is it it makes a uh, fake access point for uh, for you so you don't have to you don't have to do these complicated steps that you would otherwise have to do to make an access point you know to capture all the data uh flowing through it so i i made this script that would simplify the setting up the access point the man in the middle and all of that and um and that was my first uh, hacking-related uh, project, I think. And uh, I uploaded it. To, I uploaded it to GitHub because I thought, like, this is really cool. I mean, no one is actually doing it this simple way. You know, everyone is like doing this complicated uh, manual setup stuff. So why not just uh, make it public? And uh, I uploaded it to GitHub, and it there was really nothing for for months. So you know, I had zero stars for like three months or four months, and uh, I really had. I, I thought that, you know, okay, that's probably not a big deal. So, you know, people just don't care about it. And it's probably quite shitty to, you know, do it that way. And, uh, but for some reason, I thought, uh, I should, I should post it to Reddit. And, uh, I went to r slash hacking and, uh, I posted it on, on Reddit and it got, it, it basically blew up. Uh, it was crazy. So, I posted it in the morning and like two hours later it was on top of the subreddit, you know, uh, on the hacking subreddit. And everyone was giving me the stars on GitHub and it got into the GitHub trending, the Python trending. And it was the first on GitHub Python trending. So I had like 300 stars in one day, which was, you know, the first one in the, in the GitHub trending, uh, Python category. So I was, you know, I, I, I didn't even realize what's happening. Like, how and people were tweeting about it like famous you know infosec people were also tweeting about it and yeah that was just really crazy uh for my first project i didn't expect at all after like three months of nothing that 
I'm posting it on Reddit would make such a big difference, but it, but it actually made, uh, made a difference. And, um, yeah, that's where, how I really started the doing, uh, infosec, uh, stuff. After that, uh, that was my first open source project. Uh, and after that, I, uh, I did, uh, actually, comma, uh, Nicolas, comma, you probably, if you listen to the previous episode that, you know, we went to the C3 together and, um, he messaged me, uh, two years ago at Christmas. I m- remember we were decorating the Christmas tree and I was following Kama because Kama was like a famous, uh, guy who had, who had his, uh, tools on Jack tutorials videos. So that's why I was super hyped because, you know, Jack, you made the, what was it? The, the, the directory merge. No, the word list merge. Uh, video. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that was a tool made by Kama. And you know, I, I watched the video and like, oh my God, someone got on Jack tutorials just by writing <laughs> a tool. You know, I mean, that's wow. And uh, <laughs> then, um, yeah, I, I was fooling, fooling comma and like looking at his stuff he's doing and it was, it was insane. And he followed me back at Christmas and sent me a message like, Hey, I like your meetmap project. Uh, we should, we should do a collab. And he's like, whoa, you know. <laughs> With Kama, I mean, Kama is like super famous. He has all of these projects. And, um, and yeah, we did, we did kick them out. Um, you maybe, uh, seen kick them out. It was also on Jack Tutorials, uh, channel. So it's basically, you know, a tool to ARP spoof, uh, people and kick them off the network. So that also got, a uh, a lot of, uh, stars on github and, and if i remember correctly it also got into trending which was really cool so we had a uh a, a project with comma actually it's quite great in infosec to you know collaborate with people i think that's really a way way to do these open source projects it's just way more fun than doing it alone and uh yep so oh i also remember jack you you wasn't able to pronounce uh Either of our names. So Kama had Nicolas, <laughs> uh, Nicolas Kama, Rina. He has a fancy name in, in Greek, uh, names and I have a fancy name in Hungarian. I had, so Jack didn't really <laughs> got into pronouncing our names. <laughs> I remember like I was like showing it to my classmates, like, Oh my God, look, he wasn't, he can't read my name. And like I want Jack tutorials. So, uh, yeah, um, you know, I have a super hype for it. Like it was. Is it you are one of the biggest like hacking channels, right? Still, yeah, I think it's it's all the search optimization. Like, I think if you're searching anything to do with Cali, maybe not Cali because oh, yeah. Satonics robbed that off me. But <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, if you search Cali now, Satonic comes up, even though we're doing it longer. But no hard feelings. But yeah, it's probably one of the biggest channels, and I think one of the things is it's a biggest English channel, and yeah. it's not some. Indian guy with oh, yeah, some because budget there is a lot of Walmart microphone. We, we, we will come to that later. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure I've got plenty <laughs> to talk about on that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, so that was that was it when uh, I met Kama. And uh, then I only know Kama uh, as like a hacking uh, other guy in hacking. And then I was following... Um, I was following Jonty on Twitter and he tweeted about the offer. And you know, I was like, wow, this is cool. And because I was making Wi-Fi projects and kick them out is basically the, almost the same thing because it, you know, I went, it, it just kicks 
of you the network so you don't have connection so it was a different kind of way of doing it and i really like the project and i even started it and uh, i even bought a node mcu just for it um and and then yeah we i think we just like messaged a few times with space and right uh Mm-hmm. I sent you yeah, like we met feature. on the Discord server. No, no, before that, I, I sent you like feature requests and stuff <laughs> for the D offer. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, on, you said, yeah like, we had a conversation on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And you said like, oh, I, it's out now. You should try it. And then I said like, oh, boy, I had to go home. You know, I, I can't try it now. <laughs> and I got <laughs> home and I flashed it. And, and it had the new feature. So, yeah, it was, it was really cool. And then, we met, we actually met on Cytopia because, uh, I joined Cytopia, uh, John T's, uh, Discord server, and then Space Hunt joined Cytopia and basically everyone. So we had Kama, Space Hunt, and, uh, you know, John T, and then we met Dean. So we have all of the people in the, in this squad, uh, um, there. So we met Dean on, on Discord. Yep, as well. So. And then after that, then I made my other tools in, uh, you know, uh, my open source tools. I have like probe sniffer to, you know, sniff probe requests and like look at uh, what phone, what Wi-Fi phones are looking for in the area. And I have also like port spider to like scan uh, an IP range. And I have like a few other uh, open source hacking tools. If you want to check it out, then you should go to uh, github.com slash xdavid2. Yeah, uh, shameless plug in the middle of the episode. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, I think, I think I'm, I'm kind of finished with the how I started part because I, I arrived at like around this time. Um, so this was it for me, basically. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Th- that's great because I have some comments on that. <laughs> oh, oh, really? Um, yeah, I mean, this is, this is perfect because, um, it's it's interesting. Um, I think I told you bef- that before a couple of times. Um, but you um, let me start that way. You you said that um, you're really hyped about Karma, right? You thought like, oh, he's famous mm-hmm. and has all the stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and um, look, we we all met now, and uh, yeah, we're just ordinary people, really. I mean, it's nothing special about us. Yeah, we are like you know um, when when you are when you don't know the the other person it seems like he's like super famous and stuff and when you get to know him it's like usually like like all of you you know so yeah just casual everyone is like casual (laughs) people but you don't realize until you really meet meet them yeah and um when you tweeted about my idea of or reacted on it and stuff i saw your profile and i mean you you had this cool picture and you had like i don't know 200 followers and i saw you were like into hacking and stuff and i was like oh my god the famous hacker likes my tool <laughs> yeah like, i was i was crazy hyped uh because of you and then when i joined Zetopia, um uh, I was just, it was great because the first thing I saw was you, uh, having the role nose shit. Oh, yeah, that was, that was oh, something. I hope I can say that. That was an achievement. Oh, yeah, I think the podcast is now explicit. This, right, is yeah, it? sorry. Um, <laughs> not, not for kids, children. Stop, yeah. uh, stop listening now. Oh, yeah, too late. No, but, um, <laughs> yeah, that, that was, that was pretty cool. But I mean, we are just ordinary oh, people. And, um, I mean, yeah, I, I started, also 
the, the same way you basically with like TeamSpeak and Minecraft kind of um, probably like a few years before you. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I mean, possible. still, that was that was cool. Um, and I had I also had it running on my um, on my old PC. And you know, I don't know how you did it, um, but we had to use this uh, ha- Hamachi or how is this yeah, called? Yeah, I like... know Hamachi. Oh yeah, <laughs> the good old days. <laughs> it's terrible. It's, it's terrible. I can't pop forward, so I'm going to use Hamachi. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My father wouldn't uh, let me open the ports on the router. Oh, that's so oh, I, I, had... I opened it, <laughs> and I had I had no choice. Oh yeah, then how much? I, I, I had to use Hamachi, and it was terrible. And um. Oh, by but the way, yeah, this is how much is Hungarian? Yeah. Did you know that? Oh no, I didn't. Yeah, I, I, I didn't as well. But people were using it, and you know, uh, it's from the company Logmein, and Logmein is Hungarian, if I, if I'm correct. Yeah, yeah. I mean, nothing special. I just, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know if I would proud of would be proud of that company. Yeah, no. not, <laughs> not really, not really. You know, <laughs> how much is not something you want to use anymore? Yeah. yeah, it it got worse and worse over time. Yes. Um but but anyway, this is um where I got more interested in, in I mean I was always interested in computers and stuff, but then I really got into hey, how do I set up my own server? And and I was installing it and, and I was setting up my my old PC again and uh, then I was like, oh, Windows is so wasteful and RAM and Minecraft needs a lot of RAM. Let's install Linux <laughs> and get it running. And um, for someone that never did this before, installing Linux for the first time and then getting Hamachi uh, to, to run on that thing over the terminal, that was like crazy. Um, but I mean, th- that was cool. I mean, that's basically how I learned a bit about Linux and that stuff. Uh, yeah, but I didn't really learn much uh i i wanted to learn programming uh at that time but uh i i even bought a macbook i wanted to get into making my own ios apps terrible mistakes hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, one terrible mistake because um xcode uh, version 4 i think at that time was great it was easy to make a little ui and it was cool having then your own app on your iPod Touch or something like that. But um, Objective-C, I mean, Swift is kind of a new thing. Object, You had to program it in Objective-C. That's not something you want to start as a beginner. It's a terrible language. Don't start with that. Yeah, that, um, that's why I said, you know, Python is probably more friendly way of doing it when, when you are yeah. a beginner rather than, you know, going like a full low level. I mean, you, you, can, you can debate that question. Hmm. Yeah, I think some people prefer to start with high-level languages, some with low-level languages. But the thing is, you you don't know which is better for you until you actually started with something. Yes, yes. So, but I I would say about the the question, what do I start with? Uh, I would always say whatever you want. What do you want to do? Do you want to do electronic stuff? Then okay, have a look at Arduino. Then you have to do uh, stuff with C. Uh, do you want to make like little scripts uh, that control your server or something with Linux? Uh, like what you do, then um, yeah, Python. Uh, also, look up with like the the, the, the stuff for the um, terminal, the the bash, and yeah, 
if you want to do some desktop UI stuff, I, I don't know, maybe you want to look at Java, maybe not. <laughs> uh, yeah, just basically look what you're interested in and, and look what is available there. Um, don't like force yourself onto something just because you think it's easy f as a beginner or something. That's, that's not the right choice. You, you need something that is motivating for you. Um, but yeah, uh, about, my, about my story now. Um, <laughs> so I was, I was really bad at school. Um, I did this kind of things, learning a bit about servers and that stuff, but it was not really, not really a thing. I didn't learn programming. Uh, until later, uh, because I switched to another school where we also had a lot of um, yeah subjects about programming, uh, databases, web development, multimedia design, a lot. It was like half like regular school topics uh, or subjects, and half like some computer related stuff. And um, that was really great. Um, I was really, really bad at school before. And um, when I switched to that school, everything changed. I became way more motivated just because I suddenly had subjects I'm interested in. And um, I, yeah, I learned programming there. Um, we, we started with JavaScript, actually. So something kind of high, really high level and, and ugly. But, uh, <laughs> okay, that's my opinion. But... <laughs> um, I don't think that was the best because I programmed really bad code for a long time. Um, but I mean, whatever. We started with JavaScript and then we went over to Java. Um, yeah, but that was not really, uh, we didn't, most of the time, uh, we just learned for the exams and not really going into, uh, learning the whole language. Um, That's, that's something I learned later now in, in university. Uh, I got so much better. But yeah, I learned the, the fun, like the basics of programming and that was important. And, um, I, oh yeah, I, I programmed a, a stock market, uh, game. Um, actually, uh, I think that was still in the first year of that school. Um, so we, we started with JavaScript and HTML. So I wanted to, to build this, uh, this app I, I wanted to do before in, in my old school. Um, just like a little stock market simulation thing, because I thought, Hey, the thing that the program just needs to get the, the, the actual stock prices from some server. Uh, but they are available online, right? So just get the prices and like buying and selling them. That's basically just math. And the rest is just building a, some UI around it. And the idea was that you, um, that you get some virtual money and can buy and sell stocks with it. Basically like a, yes, yeah, trading, trading stocks, uh, as a game. And, um, I, I never managed to do that before, but there, yeah, I learned like the basics of programming and we had some of the web development stuff. So, um, I learned PHP but not in school by myself because I was bored in school because uh, it's the same stuff again and again uh, that the teacher was like uh, going over a topic again because a lot of people didn't understand it or something like that and I was just bored. <laughs> so I just uh, started learning PHP and um, pretty quickly I had a little uh, website running where you can register and uh, you get 10,000 euros I mean, not, not real money, but like on your account, search money and you can buy, 
uh, all kinds of stocks. And um, that, that was fun because as soon as my uh, the, the other guys in the class uh, saw what I was doing, they wanted to play that game. And in one day, from no one knowing anything about it, everyone was playing that game for a couple of weeks, everyone in my class. And it was crazy. And that motivated me a lot to, to, to program it, uh, to, to improve it. And I mean, that was crazy. That, that app was, um, I had it on a web. Yeah, it was just a website. I also had a Android and iOS app. Uh, for it, but it was just opening the the uh, website basically. But it was still running until uh, last year actually, because it was running over the Yahoo uh, stock API, and it was some community thing they offered for free, and they just stopped doing that uh, last year in November, I think, just without any info beforehand, they just stopped providing that API. So my game was just broken from one day to the other. Uh, that was kind of shit, but um, <laughs> yeah, I mean that was cool. I I got a little bit of money of it from ads, not not much, uh, but enough to to motivate me. And um, I tried to do some other games. Oh, I actually, yeah, I did an iOS app um, with the chicken in it, my logo, uh, together with a with a friend, and um, he did all the artwork. So he he made the the chicken I'm having now as a as a profile picture. Oh, yeah, yeah, you um, had that for the game. Yeah, you, mm-hmm. you saw the game, right? I, I even had it, played I with it, it to you. On, the, on the iPad, on the train to the C3. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was Yeah, great. it's actually, I don't know how many devices does does still have that app installed. Probably just me um, and like two guys of my old class or something. <laughs> because no one actually downloaded that game from the App Store. Uh, promoting stuff is is really hard, especially if you have such a simple app. Um, the, with the stock market thing, it was easier because it was such a like niche thing. Uh, people that just looked for it, they found it immediately. It was one of the top apps. I mean, there were just like two or three games like this. And yeah, the other ones were kind of boring. I was the only one offering some community stuff. Like you had a chat and you can... Uh, you have a rank and you could see other players. Um, none of the other apps, none of the other stock market games had that. Um, so that's that's how that became popular, I think. Oh yeah, I think I actually had 8,000 re- registered users. That's Ooh. a bit, especially if you're just a beginner. Um, so that was kind of a, sex, uh, kind of a success. Uh, the iOS app I did then, this little game where you just, you were an astronaut and you had to basically dodge asteroids. <laughs> a bit like, um, uh, how's it called? Flappy Bird, where you just like try to not hit the, the pipes. But basically like that, but you're an astronaut and you have to uh, Wait, avoid. That was the game, hit. right? I played with. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, and that done. had the chicken in it. The chicken Th- that was, was the chicken, uh, yes. Easter egg. Oh. Yeah, if you um, you have to go to the menu where you can select the skin of the astronaut, and if you click three times on the first skin and then go back uh, and and start the game, uh, you get instead of an astronaut, you're getting it the the chicken. <laughs> but did you did <laughs> you have the, did you have the space hunt name before or? You just use the picture no. and then you choose the name. 
I had, um, I think on Steam or something, or, uh, yeah, I think on Steam, I just named, I, I, I thought this picture is so funny. Uh, I just put it as my profile picture and, uh, gave it that name, but like for, I don't know, a day or two, uh, just for fun. Um, hmm. yeah, but I didn't use that name really. Uh, that, that came later because when, when I was releasing my D offer, I, I thought, Hey, uh, this GitHub thing, I, I need a username. And my tool, maybe, maybe a lot of people will see it. I should pick a good name. <laughs> and then I remembered, hey, I had, I had that game I made and, and that logo and I used that name before, but not really. So there is no, there's no space on out there. So I could use that. And then I just picked that as my GitHub username and then chose that picture. And I mean, it was a great choice. It gets attention. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really great. And it's like a fun name, not like, you know. Not like your name with an underline. It's way more interesting. Oh, and people yeah. like it. Like it's more, it was a more. it was a really good choice. <laughs> also yes, great yes. for merchandise <laughs> with the stickers and everything. <laughs> yeah, and you can you know <laughs> easily remember that and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, really great. Yeah, the lo- the logo is great. I'm I'm glad we did that game, even though it was totally unsuccessful. <laughs> and I mean, it was a pretty simple. Not not it was not a good game, but. I mean, it was cool. I learned a bit about like 2D game programming and stuff. And hey, I finally did my iOS game. So yay. This time in Swift. Um, but actually, I, I still think Swift... Uh, I mean, Swift is a good language, but uh, I was still an, super annoyed by Apple because while I was programming them, uh, I was programming that app, Apple updated Swift and suddenly my old code wasn't working anymore. And I was forced to update and that stuff. That was annoying. But oh. yeah, anyway, better experience than with uh, Objective-C before. So. <laughs> and um, yeah, so at that school, um, uh, we we had these projects. Uh, we could choose each each year and was for two weeks and we could choose what kind of project we want to do. There were different uh, projects being offered. And one of them was uh, with uh, like soldering like these little robots or doing something with Arduino and I picked that project and um, I think the first thing I did was basically uh, sort like making a shield for an Arduino Uno with two seven segment displays and uh, yeah you had I think two or three buttons and you can like count on the on the on the displays and add numbers subtract numbers but it was cool to get started to learn, uh, yeah, how how programming with Arduino works, how just doing stuff on a breadboard uh, works, and and all that. And um, yeah, a bit later, yeah, I always I always wanted to st- after that project, I always wanted to do more with it, more with Arduino, more with electronics. But the problem for me was um, I had to buy all this stuff because it was really just fun if you had a lot of stuff. If you have, if you just buy an Arduino, it's boring. You need a lot of components so you can build your own thing, mix things together. And um, I didn't know what I should buy because there's a lot. Um, if you don't buy it from China, it gets expensive <laughs> really fast. Um, and I didn't really know what to do with it. I mean, in that project... Uh, I had two weeks really of school time and I could I could just look what they have and the teacher would help me if I had problems or anything and um, 
yeah, but on my own, I just, I wasn't sure what I, what, what should I do with this? I mean, I could build a game and then people would play it. That's cool. But I, when I build electronics, like that would be just for me kind of, yeah, not, not motivating enough. So I didn't really do anything until, um, in my last, yeah, that was the last year, 2016. So last year of the, of the school, um, I finally, I bought some Raspberry Pi and Arduino stuff. And yeah, I, I had a lot of pies before I, I run servers on the Raspberry Pi and that stuff, but not, I didn't really got into it. Um, and that was also the time I watched a lot of Jack tutorial videos. <laughs> um, that was, that was pretty cool. So I also got in, yeah, more interested in hacking. Um, I, I watched a lot of tutorials and for Kali Linux before as well, but eh. Not really. I, I wasn't really... I was just, like, doing what the guy in the video did, not really understanding anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, I mean, that's how everyone starts, I guess, with with this kind of stuff. Um, but, yeah, I um, I was looking... What can I do with these with these Arduinos? I wanted to do something. I wanted finally to to do something cool with them, and I was looking. Hey, can I can I add Bluetooth to this? Can I do this? Oh yeah, what really caught my interest, uh, I remember now, was um, the uh, the Arduino Pro Micro, um, because I read that it could be used as a joystick. And then I read more about it, and then I saw, oh, it can be used as a keyboard. Interesting. What about this thing called the rubber ducky? So I could build my own for, yeah, uh, not less than $36 or whatever the the rubber ducky costs. Like uh, even the Arduino, I think I bought an Arduino Micro. Even if you buy the original, uh, it's like 20 euros. So <laughs> way cheaper than a rubber ducky still. Um, and I can build my own one. It could also be used for, uh, yeah, emulating a keyboard and I could do the same text. And that that's the first thing I did. And um, then I was looking um, on, on on YouTube and, and stuff. I was looking for cool chips and I found the ESP8266. Uh, I think from a Hack5 video um, where someone, uh, I think it was on Defcon, uh, they made a little game with it. So someone was running around um, broadcasting an SSID, also a Wi-Fi network, and um, other people had this little scope. Uh, it was... What was it called? So, something with... It was called scope. Something with scope. But you, um, you, you can look through it, and in it, it had a little tiny OLED uh, screen displaying the SSIDs around you. And um, so they were running around searching for that SSID and basically f- trying to find that guy on, on, on DEFCON somewhere. And I, I found this was super cool. And the guy was really hyped in the video, was telling about some of the technical stuff and was really hyped about the chip. And I was like, oh, ESP8266, I have to look up what it is. And um, I bought one and I was like, huh, what can I do with that? Oh, um Maybe I can do this this thing I did earlier. What is it called? Arp spoofing. <laughs> and oh yeah, yeah, and then you did it with the with, with the, the ESP. Arduino. But I I found out oh. that you can do packet injection, but uh, I couldn't get the uh, arp spoofing to to be working. And I was I was confused. But basically, you have this function that could inject packets, your own defined Wi-Fi packets, but uh, Wi-Fi packets 
means Wi-Fi packets. And ARP spoofing is um, basically basically like an Ethernet packet. There are different layers. And inside a Wi-Fi packet, there are usually uh, uh, f- yeah, frames uh, for, for a standard Ethernet connection. But you can't just send the same packets out on the ESP. It has to be in, in a Wi-Fi frame. And if, if you are connected to an encrypted network, then that frame also has to be encrypted. And you cannot easily encrypt it yourself. That's way too much work. Um, and I remembered, hey, what, what else can I do with it? And I remembered, hey, when I want to hack a network, I have I can disconnect devices, right? <laughs> and so I looked it up and I was like, yeah, the authentication, that, that was it. And yeah, I can send the packets without without being connected to the network and it doesn't need any encryption and the packets are really simple. Perfect. I can probably send them out with this chip. And I got it working. It, it took me a few days, um, really trial and error uh, before I got it working. Um, because you had to hack around a bit with the with the SDK, but luckily I found some pieces on the on pieces of information in the in the dif- in different forums, and um, yeah, that 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 really motivated me. I found this was really cool, and um, I built the yeah I built the offer that I later released on twenty seventeen January twenty seventeen, uh, and. Yeah, I released it on GitHub and no one cared, basically. <laughs> like like with your uh, mid-map. Um, yes, yes. If you just release something on GitHub, no one will look at it. But you have, uh, to, you I, have to promote it somehow and it can be really hard, actually, it, too. Yeah, it can be really hard. And um, I, I, I was watching Satonic at the time, too. Um, and he was very small. He had, like, just... 5,000 or 6,000 subscribers at that point. And um, I thought, hey, he's doing exactly what I am doing. He's doing hacking stuff with Arduino. Uh, he's showing off these tools. He probably is interested in what I'm doing. And I sent him a message uh, over YouTube. You know, like YouTube DM. <laughs> Terrible thing. <laughs> don't do that. Like no one is going to read that anyway. Don't don't send me a message over YouTube. I, I, will, I don't look in that inbox ever. Where are you getting it? Is it mm-hmm. like a YouTube inbox? There is a custom one for it? Yeah, you, you yeah. can oh, send yeah, private messages no over one, YouTube. But no one looks. Exactly. That's the problem. <sighs> Things I wanted to ma- send him an email or something, but there was nothing linked on his uh, YouTube channel. Um, but anyway, after three weeks or so, <laughs> Johnny answered and said, yeah, sure, if you have anything, just, just send me a link. Oh, by the way, if you... Uh, um once what did he say like keep hold on me uh be sure to uh uh message my my twitter account something like that so i was like oh damn it he has a twitter account i have a twitter account why didn't i use that before <laughs> um so bef- i didn't even answer him on that youtube message i just directly went to twitter and tweeted at him, at him publicly with a link to my uh, GitHub and saying like, yeah, build a cheap Wi-Fi jammer. And yeah, that took off quickly. He got really hyped about it, made the video and wow, then things happened so fast. I mean, uh, a week later, this guy named Kedal <coughs> made his YouTube video. Um, 
he's an he's an Indian guy that basically steals content, and but he he made it super clickbaity, and a lot of people watched it, and it got like three hundred thousand views or something. And he made multiple videos on that as well. Um, Jonesy's video was pretty good, actually. I mean, he also called it Gemma, but like put it in quotes and he, he said that's actually the, the authenticating uh, in the video. Um, but this other, this Indian guy, he just straight up called it Gemma. And, um, in the video, he was showing how the Arduino setup looks like, how you flash it. Problem was he was not explaining it properly. He was just calling it a Gemma without explaining any of the technical details. Uh, the Arduino setup that he explained was also wrong. It had errors in it and it quickly became outdated because I changed things. <laughs> so that was also annoying because then and, I got shit ton of messages. And he even, even um, stole, he stole the source code. code. Yeah, he downloaded my source code, uh, put it in a zip file, uploaded it to his Google Drive and then linked to it. But not only that, he on purpose removed all the copyrights in the code to me. So everywhere yeah. the, where a copyright was, he removed it from the code and then uploaded it to his own Google Drive. Uh, oh, no, no, he didn't actually... That's the thing. I thought it was Google Drive or something, but actually he uploaded it back to GitHub and then, you know, on GitHub you have this button, download, uh, zip. He copied mm -hmm. that link and put it in the in the Google description, but you couldn't see that it's GitHub because he put it in a, a link shortener. <laughs> oh Jesus! Really yeah. crazy. Um, uh, I got into a big fight with him. Long story short, I managed to get all of the free videos with my tools in it uh, banned from YouTube for two weeks. Uh, then then they went back online because YouTube was like, "Yeah, this copyright thing, uh, uh, we don't care. If you want to proceed on this, just get a lawyer." And I was like, "He is in fucking." India, what can I do about it? And YouTube was just like, yeah, not our problem. Bye bye. And uh, so the videos are back <laughs> online. Uh, but yeah, he's promoting wrong info and just, ah, uh, it's terrible. And a lot of terrible videos followed after that. And that's where we come back to the Indian YouTubers. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, they are. They're uh, interesting fellows. <laughs> uh, do, you, do you also got videos stolen? Oh yeah, all the time. All the they time. just made it. They made yeah. They made it so obvious as well. Like um, they just straight up download the videos and re-uploaded. No attempt. Like the <laughs> channel intro would just say Jack Tutorials right across it. Yeah, with my my Twitter handle in it, and it's just like, are you trying to get away with this, or are you just doing it? But I could get rid of them in like, uh, in you know, just one click, and they're gone. The biggest problem I had was people who were who would watch my videos and they'd do exactly the same thing. Yeah. Literally this make the same mistakes I did in my videos because my videos are always raw, unscripted and maybe that's why people enjoyed watching them. But if I made a mistake at the beginning, you could guarantee that mistake was also the beginning of their video. Yeah. And you can't really do anything about that because it's like how do you prove that it's like but yeah, that, I had a couple of them. That's the thing what happened to me because this Keda dude uh, uploaded his video and it got super big and then every every damn Indian on this planet copied that video and made <laughs> the same mistakes and also called it Gemma and uh, didn't link to my GitHub or give any copyright, also uploaded to somewhere else and oh, horrible, uh, really annoying and still I can, there's like a new Wi-Fi Gemma video from some Indian dude uh, getting online every day 
I'm not joking. I have I have a league. I check every day. <laughs> and yeah, uh, but yeah. look, these Indian YouTubers are still better than the ones that uh, open up a text, uh, a notepad, and start typing, yeah. and they will screen recording with like the bandy cam on the top and like oh, cam studio. <laughs> oh yeah, that uh, <laughs> hyper hyper unregistered hypercam. <laughs> if you know, you know. Un- unregistered. Yeah, I mean. And and you know they were typing in the in the common like in the notepad. But why uh, did they think that you know what they are doing is illegal? And then if they don't uh, speak, then they can't get uh, located or or what or like identified. I don't know. Or they I'm... just simply don't have a microphone. I mean, <laughs> there is the possibility of that, but. Uh, I've probably got like their entire family in the same room as them. <laughs> oh yeah, so it's yeah, gonna be know, like it's <laughs> gonna be like all fifteen brothers, twenty five cousins, and just they're all in the same room. Talking about that, uh, I send um, I also send uh, DMCA takedown to the um, to one of the GitHub repositories that copied my code my code um, because on GitHub you can just fork it or anything. But he just yeah. there was this guy just making a new repository copying my code and removing all the copyrights. I was like, uh-uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I made an issue. <laughs> he wasn't replying after two or three days. I messaged the GitHub support and the GitHub support was on it immediately. And then oh, I got yeah, an that- email from that guy making that GitHub uh, repository. And that's also at the same time I noticed, hey, funny, that GitHub repository was linked to the Keda video that was... That was the thing you were downloading under the video. I didn't see that before because, yeah, he put it in like bit.ly link and uh, you couldn't, you just got a, a zip file out of it. But it was from that GitHub. And then um, Keda's brother, uh, I think his brother was it, uh, messaged me. And um, uh, I think he apologized or something and um, said that he's gonna f- fix it or something. But um, that was interesting because then um, I noticed, yeah, uh, this this Kida guy on YouTube, uh, if you go through his videos, basically all of them are stolen. Um, <laughs> and the guy managing the YouTube channel is not the guy you see in the video, but his brother. You even see it in the video where you, you see the, uh, the Wi-Fi networks and stuff. The Wi-Fi networks you see in the video he made about my offer is named after his brother. <laughs> oh boy I, I don't know so, what's going on there but it's a family business this YouTube channel <laughs> but yeah he has now 50,000 subscribers but he hasn't uploaded something in a year now so whatever but um, I don't know he may he like you know these uh, YouTube uh, trends like everyone needed to make uh, a bad video about cutting something with a thousand degrees knife <laughs> Yeah. fidget spinners like these kind of things he jumped on all of these trains and if there is something being getting popular he made a video about it he copied videos he copied the video about my dear offer uh, but may, somehow made it even worse <laughs> uh, he copied videos from other DIY channels about how to build some transmitters or whatever cameras oh, and, he, and he also did a video like the uh, offer vs the offer oh. who would win that's go go on YouTube oh, no, and no. watch that. Um, Will it blow up? What? No, no, no. <laughs> that was that was in the title, 
or in the in the, the title image, was Wi-Fi Gemma versus Wi-Fi Gemma, and in the video he said, um, "What's gonna happen? Will they explode?" <laughs> 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 no, they're probably both gonna spell a lot of de-offing packets, you moron. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know what he and you know uh, and the whole time he calls I it the gemma. Seen that. The, <laughs> yeah, the whole time he calls it the gemma, and but like half of the video, then he's switching to play with his Pokemon figures. It's really weird. Don't <laughs> <laughs> just watch that video. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm totally serious oh, here. Man. That's that's really weird. But I mean, yeah. Uh, but m- moving on from those Indian guys on YouTube, I don't know what is up with them, but they like to make bad hacking tutorials for some reason. Um, there was everything Apple Pro. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh god. Oh oh. Wait, can I can I share my part of the of this story? Yeah. I mean, nothing crazy, but uh, you know, I was. I was grabbing breakfast, you know, uh, making some cereal, and uh, usually I sit down and watch some YouTube. And I opened YouTube, and what I see is, <laughs> in th- is the D offer, like the you no know, MCU. And I thought, wait, wait, is this is it Jonty or why is it? You know, <laughs> and then I looked at the title and I, or the or the uploader and everything Apple Pro. And I was like, holy, you know, um, space hunger featured on everything Apple Pro. And, you know, I was watching everything Apple Pro for years because I did jailbreaking and stuff on my, on my old iPhone. And so I was watching everything Apple Pro a lot. And, and it was really intense. And I, and I remember I had a Discord closed and I, and I just opened Discord and, you know, all the messages from the server because all of you guys were like freaking out, like, and, and everything was. Yeah going in, insane yeah that, that was that was also crazy for me you know seeing it in in my sub feed like what do i woke but, up yeah. to like 50 twitter twitter notifications i had no even more i had mm. more notifications than the app could display me it would the app would just tell oh, 99 me, plus the app no. would just tell me i have 25 notifications and then i scroll down through all the 25 and then it would say i have another 25 new notifications and so on Yes, because, you know, uh, everything Apple Pro didn't put the source code because it's illegal oh. <coughs> uh, jammer. It's on GitHub. <laughs> and he didn't put the, yeah, and he didn't put the source, uh, source code. He just put uh, your Twitter handle yeah. and everyone was going to your Twitter handle. And, you know, yeah. I got, Weird. I got dozens of people tweeting at me. Hey, where can I buy your Wi-Fi jammer? It's like, what's going on? <laughs> and yeah, in his video, he he didn't link to GitHub or any information about it. He just t- linked my Twitter account for some reason. Um, and it's not like I have I didn't I didn't really promote my Twitter account before. I mean, John T also just linked to my GitHub, I think. Uh, so yeah, but you got a lot of followers from yeah. from everything Apple. I I went from like yeah. two hundred followers to five hundred in on that weekend, I think. <laughs> Or in, yeah. in like a matter of two days or something. And the video is so wrong. Like like wrong on a level that is somehow even worse than what Kedar did. I mean, okay, he didn't do the Wi-Fi Gemma versus Wi-Fi Gemma thing. But 
Yeah, but he didn't, he didn't research it at all. Yeah. He was calling it a jammer. And, you know, it was weird because I watch everything of a, I watched, I'm not really watching it anymore, but with the jailbreak stuff, you know, he gets like really technical, not really, but he, he, he do, does a little research about what he is actually making a video about, you know. And for the deal for it looked like he basically did nothing. He, or was, was he doing it for clickbait or like views or what? I think it what? was a I great clickbait. I think the video now has nearly 2 million views. Ooh, yeah. try three million. Whoa. It's nearly at three million views. Oh, I'm looking at it now. Really? Oh. Last last yeah, time man. I looked at it, it had 1.8 million. The illegal $5 Wi-Fi jammer for oh, iPhone yeah, and Android. You have, you have the title. The title I mean, and iPhone and... It doesn't have to do with, and Android. with the Android or iPhone. It's... Yeah, I'm going to say, does this not work on laptops Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that has, doesn't have to do with any of that. And it's not a jammer. And it doesn't have to do with the Node MCU because he was explaining, like, the whole device is the Node MCU. Like, my, but my software is my software and that is just a development board for makers. And yeah, uh, I mean, it's two different things. And he was just, he is in the video uh, at the end uh, where he's going over the FCC statements that he totally misinterpreted. Uh, he is pointing at the Node MCU and saying uh, that this thing can block emergency calls. Oh, <laughs> what the fuck? No, it cannot. <laughs> ah. Yes, but that was, I, I think everything Apple Pro's video was the thing that caused that, uh, people started, you know, because he didn't have a link for it or anything, and people started reselling it on eBay and stuff. Yeah. Which is really yeah, bad. After his video, um, people on eBay started to sell it for like 20, 30 dollars. And I mean, we are talking here about a Node MCU. Like, the really, really, the cheapest Node MCU you can get, and they cost two dollars on AliExpress or maybe $2.50 and they have free shipping usually and if you buy uh, 20 of them you can get them even cheaper and yeah those these guys are buying them and selling them on eBay for $20 then just they just have to plug them in click upload wait five seconds unplug them and they turned a $2 product in some something people pay 20 or $30 for and if you go and, on eBay and, and they, look and it and up, they they, a, uh, there are some sellers yeah. that sold hundreds of them. And it's and it's still going on. I I just if you search for Wi-Fi jammer on eBay, I think then you get like uh you know products and they have like the fire icon. You know it's trending <laughs> and all of that. But it's just uh, a Node MCU flashed with a deal for you can do that for for way cheaper. Or you should buy Space Hans uh, custom boards because you know yeah they are it's they way actually offer something it from more. Someone. Yeah, you have like custom stuff, not just the Node MCU because it and and you know you are also supporting Space Hans, which is which is way better. But I don't think these people really cared about that kind of stuff. No, they just wanted their cheap Wi-Fi jammer. It's not a Wi-Fi jammer. Yes. Even now you're saying it. <laughs> I was I was saying it in the beginning to get attention. It's contagious. Um, I was saying it in the beginning when I when I tweeted at Satonic, because also I wanted to get attention really. But I mean, even after that video, I I stopped calling it that way, and I put I explained it on the GitHub why it is different from a jammer and that stuff. And yeah, maybe by some laws of some country, it could be. Uh, falling under the same rules in certain circumstances but in general it's technically something different and you should 
not call it that way or if you call it that way explain uh what it actually is because i don't have an issue if you make a video and and put like wi-fi jammer in the title if you in the video actually explain what it is but all these people just copy pasted the title and they didn't do any research on it they just kept on calling it the wi-fi jammer but it's not it's uh and these FCC statements that often got uh, mentioned, uh, also by everything Apple Pro, um, yeah, the FCC has very strict laws against jammers, like in most countries. But yeah, this doesn't count as a jammer. And there was never, um, I don't think there was ever a case where the FCC went against a private individual uh, de-offing another private individual. The only cases that happened was that there was this hotel that uh, automatically deauthenticated every other network in the area, so you had to buy the hotel Wi-Fi. And the hotel uh, was even surprised that that is illegal uh, because they just used a feature in the Cisco routers firmware. <laughs> so it's not like they okay. did some shady stuff. No, it's just like a little checkbox you click on the web interface. <laughs> And all the Cisco. Yes, but you know, it, it, it can't, it can't block, uh, emergency calls and all of that. So. No, you um, That's like totally bullshit what he, he said yeah. in the, in the video. Yeah. And that, that case where the FCC find that, that hotel, um, they, uh, they said in, in the document that this, uh, they go against this because it's a, uh, it, they have a commercial interest and it's unfair for the user. Um, so they they said that this is especially bad because, uh, yeah, it's it's a hotel and they have they did it uh, intentionally and um, for commercial use. So you can't apply that on like your brother deauthing you because he's edgy. <laughs> Those two things doesn't yeah, doesn't relate but that to each doesn't other. Count Budget. Yep. But I mean, yeah, basically that that whole thing uh, got me f- kind of famous. I don't know. Uh, and I, I did some other projects like Wi-Fi Ducky or the ARP spoofer, and I'm continuing to do that. But yeah, you know, look, you you were looking up to me for my projects, and now you have way more stars yeah. than me on GitHub. So. Yeah, it 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 uh got it turned around quickly because you got featured on so many places, oh, you know. I'm but I mean it's it's a really good really good project. So that's something that you know you again can go viral because it's so cheap and and easy to do. Yeah. Yeah, I thought before I published it, I thought that this could go viral and really become popular, but I was like but does it really? I mean, what if no one just looks at it and then it's just that? And I thought this this is going to be the case. I thought, yeah, this could become very famous. But at the same time, I was thinking, yeah, but it's probably unrealistic that every, anyone would care. But it was basically luck that Satonic answered me because if he... Uh, what if he didn't answer? Uh, I probably lost interest after some time. Or maybe after, like you, after like two or three months, I would have posted it somewhere else and maybe then it caught would have caught attention but yeah so you know lesson learned from this from both of us that 
you, you can't just put it on GitHub and accept uh, expect people to you know look at it. You have to you have to do some work for yourself and promote it for yourself because otherwise you will not be. It just doesn't work that way that you upload it and it works by, you know, instantly. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and a lot of these, uh, a lot of people that are successful in general, um, it's also luck is a big part of it most of the time. Yes, yes. So keep that in mind. But yeah, I mean, that's that's basically my story. Well, I guess it's my turn. Um, you guys have raised some good bits about the uh, putting stuff out on GitHub and just kind of being disappointed when it doesn't go anywhere. A lot of it is to do with putting in your own graft, um, putting in your own work and stuff to be getting it, you know, to get it to the YouTubers, get it to Reddit and stuff like that. And also luck is a big part of it. And I think that's where my YouTube career in abbreviations also came into play. Uh, but to go right back, the year is 2008 and I learned about batch scripting. Um, making some really basic scripts and just seeing it's that age old story when people say that they started off programming and they see the first time that a computer has spat out whatever you put in onto the screen for the first time and that was batch for me so batch if you don't know batch is the it's the scripting language that's built into windows it's been around since it's basically dos in an essence um it's kind of been replaced now by powershell but i still use it because i don't know the powershell syntax is really <laughs> ugly um <laughs> Uh, so yeah, my first programming or scripting language was Batch, and I made some like adventure games, some basic stuff like that, uh, and that's how it like kind of kind of started. Um, and then in 2011, I stumbled across a forum called HackForums.net. Oh and boy! Some people, yeah, some people <laughs> might know of HackForums. Uh, when I was on there, it wasn't that bad, but maybe that's because I was younger. Um, for reference, by the way, he just I'm, didn't know better. Uh, yeah, that's what I mean. Um, yeah, I'm 22. You know. For reference, I think I'm the oldest here. Um, I, I'm I'm 20, by the way, and David, you're 16, right? Yep, I'm I'm 16. Yep. So I don't know. Maybe then it wasn't that bad, or maybe it's because I was ignorant to what was really going on. Uh, but that is when I became the ultimate script kid. I was downloading every tool, every hacking tool, every script. You know, every remote administration tool, my PC was probably riddled more than a street sex worker <laughs> with viruses. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is where I started YouTube. Um, I have a similar experience to both Stefan and David because I also had the Minecraft servers, the Gary's Mod servers, the TeamSpeak servers, the Ventrilo servers, every server. Yeah. If, there is, if there is a server, I've had it. Yeah, <laughs> World World of Warcraft private servers, Rootscape private servers, I've had them all. Um, I remember I made a World of Warcraft private server and I was hiring game masters um, to come and work on the private, not work, but just, they get they get game master privileges, man. You get to go to GM Island and GM Island is, you know, it's the shit. Uh, so I made a YouTube video that was like, oh, I need some game masters to come help me run this server. Little did they know they need Hamachi to get onto it. <laughs> <laughs> so all these guys are coming on through Hamachi and this server's just running on this Asus laptop it is like you know 
is crap. And yeah. I'm like, okay, guys, I'm going to bed now, so the server's going to go offline <laughs> oh, because yeah, there's no way I'm sleeping. Yeah. I'm not sleeping with this hairdryer going on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, for like, 9 o'clock, and be like, right, server's going down for maintenance. <laughs> um, so, that's kind of how that worked. But um, my first ever video that really took off was setting up a Minecraft bucket server. Um, some people might know of a guy on YouTube called Gigafied or Tinkernut. I don't know if you guys do or not. Um, Tinkernut. But he does a lot of DIY kind of making uh, yeah, stuff. With the hat. Yeah. Uh, yeah, with the hat, with the hat. Oh, the, yeah, 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 then I... Yeah, then yeah I you know, know that guy. Yep, um, yep. But he was basically... He was holding a competition where you guy, where you could make a video and he, if he liked it, he would basically promote it on his channel. And that's where it started. I made a Minecraft bucket server, showed people how to set it up. I downloaded a YouTube intro template, like just opened it up in Sony Vegas and changed the text to be mine. Um, and, and then I remember when I put the video on YouTube and submitted it and I kind of had this feeling in the back of my head that like this is definitely gonna I'm gonna win this because did, did you upload that to your current YouTube no, no, channel? No, no, this was on a different YouTube channel so but before Jack Tutorials I, I went by the name online as Chuckles for some strange reason uh, so it was called <laughs> Chuck, it was called Chuckles really? Tutorials, I think it's still there but there's no on it um, and then somewhere in ch- in that YouTube channel, I transitioned over to Jack Tutorials. But this is like way back. This is 2010, 2011. Um, so I had a feeling that it was gonna it was gonna take off because this is in the age where people were recording at four by nine aspect ratio, at 720p. If you're lucky, uh, and also a good old notepad text document oh, where yeah. you could watch some guy type at twenty words per minute. Um, so I was, you know, I had the voice, I had the high quality, and I just kind of knew what I was doing. So that one, and that was when, you know, you guys were saying how your Twitters were blowing up. You get, you get more, you get more followers and notifications that the app can handle. <laughs> well, I was sat on the YouTube home screen, refreshing like every five minutes, and the YouTube counter was going up fifty, a hundred, a hundred and fifty, two hundred, you know, five hundred, and it was just going up and up and up. So that's how that started with the YouTube thing. And that's somewhere around there, I transitioned over to Jack Tutorials and I started uh, making the Gary's Mod videos. I don't know if you guys know the Gary's Mod videos. Oh, yeah, I scrolled um, down once and you had all of these Gary's Mod stuff. Yeah, the, a lot the of them went, got a lot of views um, because I, that game is, you know, I played yeah. that game, the shit out of that game. It was, <laughs> I got like a thousand, five hundred hours in it or something like that. And I was showing people how to make the custom scripts with Lua. Uh, I don't even know Lua. I was just robbing code. Uh, I don't even care that I, you know, everyone does, kind of. It was more the aspect of how you set it up, not the programming, well, scripting aspect of it. It was how you actually set it up and get people onto it. Uh, so I was doing the Gary's Mod stuff, and that's when I kind of stumbled across a little tool called Backtrack. And that was, for people that don't know, the tool mm. before Kali Linux. Um, a bioffensive security it's the same company that do Kali but it was called Backtrack 5 back then and I started doing like the wireless WEP cracking oh, with Backtrack boy. and WPA yes. cracking with Backtrack and I thought it was the best thing ever especially the WP, uh, WEP one um, so for people that don't know WEP is probably the most unsecure wireless <laughs> yeah. security out there uh, I think it doesn't it just it just does it I can't remember because it was so long ago how oh, yeah, vulnerability is it just does it yeah, cracking web is, is actually pretty fun. <laughs> I did that at the, at the hacker conference. There was like a CTF thingy and I saw web and like, oh, 
I think I remember how to do it. And, you know, you just, you have like three terminals and you're capturing all the data. And if you capture enough stuff, then Aircrack can just basically crack the key. Yeah, so, that was it. It's when you get enough packets, isn't it? It can just, it just, the key's in there, unencrypted yeah. for, or whatever. So that was good. You could probably do that on a Nintendo DS or something. Um, <laughs> and he just linked me a video to how to hack Windows 7 passwords. <laughs> I can't yeah. even, what, what is that video? Is that? I don't know, but you used that stock photo with like the guy in the thing trying to get the password off the screen. Oh, yes. I was the king of thumbnails. It's probably a good job that YouTube auto-generate thumbnails for you now because I was terrible. Everything used the same font and it was some kind of Shanghai Chinese takeaway font and it was just terrible. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that was some spe- some tool. I don't know. It was Windows 7, leave me alone. <laughs> um so yeah, I'm dicking around on hack forums, I'm infecting myself with Trojans, I'm teaching people how to script and run custom scripts that basically do everything for you, not really understanding what the hell is going on. In the meantime, I'm at high school, uh, I'm not, you know, I'm kind of the same as Stefan really, I, don't, I'm, I wasn't into school, I was always the why kid, like why do we have to do this? Why am I doing this? I will never use this, etc, etc. Yeah. Uh, about IT, <laughs> where... In IT, I'd like bring up a portable version of is it Dev C plus plus? Yeah, I'd bring in a portable version of Dev C plus plus on a USB stick and like run it on the workstations and just do C plus plus for some strange reason and just be that edgy kid that's just coded and not doing his word documents or whatever. And people be like, "What are you doing?" and all this kind of stuff. And he's like, "Oh, I'm making a, a calculator and it's well high tech." Um. And that was like playing around with scripts, making people's alt, uh, like CD drives open and close and sending messages to people that said it just pops up on the screen. And just when it was IT, I was just abusing this, you know, I was just abusing it. It's like when you learn that you can lock people's accounts if you put the password in wrong four times. And it's just like <laughs> some guy would come into work, some guy would come into class and like sit down to do some work. And it's like he logs into his account and it's just like your account's been disabled. And you're like, what the hell? Um, so we used to do that every day just every day we'd be locking people's accounts out and I remember one time the teacher came in, went to the to the teacher's workstation to log in and it, she put a password in hit enter and it's like your account's been disabled because <laughs> we'd lock the teacher's account out <laughs> <laughs> so she had to walk across and like Great. go to the to go to IT <laughs> go to IT and be like can you uh, unlock my account and we timed it perfectly so she got her account unlocked, came back and as soon as she walked back in the room, her account was already locked out again. And we just did it again and again and again. <laughs> so not a lot of work got done then. Um, so high school, some important thing for people is that your grades matter to some extent. Um, I am not some kind of ace kid. I don't have loads of A's. I don't have any A's at GCSE. Uh, in the UK, that's our grading system, so I don't have any of those, and it, it don't even matter nowadays because I'm 22 years old. So who cares if I can do maths in high school? You know what I mean? <laughs> or read Shakespeare? Yeah. It doesn't matter. Um, so then, after high school, I got to college, and I'm doing a IT. It's called an IT extended diploma, and it's a full time course where you do hardware, networking, and one other thing: programming. Hardware networking and programming, as long as, as well as like multimedia design, website design, game design, using Game Maker. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm doing college. I'm 
enjoying college college is great because it just it's just you go there and you do what you want to do so in the if you, people that don't know in college it's the place you go after high school but before university it's like a middle ground most people you yeah. go to college or they will do apprenticeships or be an intern for people that use that word as well um so while i'm at high school uh, while i'm at college i'm doing more uh, YouTube videos as well. I'm doing VB.net. I'm doing some more backtrack and Metasploit, and I'm doing picking up knowledge of server technologies like SSH and FTP and all that kind of good stuff. And still going around on hack forums and Google and YouTube. But I'm not really working on anything at this point. I'm kind of just learning. And when I say, you know, there's a lot of stuff you can do nowadays, especially with virtual machines. They let you do any, you can set up your own environments to break stuff. You don't have to you know have additional hardware you just run all this stuff on your own system and just play it's just a massive playground yeah. um so i come college is starting to dwindle i'm starting to realize that i'm not really learning anything uh we are our programming classes consist of this is 2012 no 2014 by the way and we are using the 16-bit language pascal <laughs> and Pascal is just the worst language. The syntax is horrible. I don't think there's any curly brackets or anything like that. It's all indent in yeah, it's just awful. I can't do any work at home because I've got a sixty four bit operating system and it will only work <laughs> on a maximum of thirty two bit. So we're doing Pascal. Pascal's really fun. So I just do the whole course in C and no one ever knew. Um and I'm doing VB dot uh, VB6, which is also an awful language. Um, and for our networking classes, we are using Windows Server 2003. And yeah, I was starting to be like, this is pathetic. I mean, Server 2003. Um, and this is when the teachers start going like, you know, we can't teach you. And they're speaking to me individually. They're like, we can't teach you anything. You know, you've kind of screwed us over because you've done the programming for the entire class. <laughs> because <laughs> people are like struggling to do like basic stuff in VB. And I'm the kind of person that's like, I can't be bothered to explain it to you. Just let me do it for you. So at this point, my my work has been shared around the entire class. Everyone's using my work for everything. Yeah. Um, so, but I finished college anyway. I stick it out. I get triple A star um, at level three or whatever it's called distinction star here but it's the equivalent to a star at a level and i apply for a job at a custom pc building company called pc specialist uh, so we are the number one custom pc manufacturers in the uk um and i just apply as a laptop builder that's all i want to do is just build laptops and for some reason i have it in the back of my head that this job is my dream job this is where my career is going to be i will build laptops until i retire uh so i go to the interview and i have my cv at hand and um, obviously on my cv is my youtube channel uh my college grades and the guy doing the interview looks at the cv looks at me and says are you sure you want this job and i'm like yeah, yeah of course i want this job and he's like you are way too good for this place in essence like he said are you sure you want this job i was like yeah i've got some of this job this is my first job out of college i need i need a job so he's like well okay then and i start working at pc specialist um building laptops and i lasted four months at building laptops that's how this job that i thought i was going to be doing for the rest of my life lasted four months <laughs> um and I started showing interests in other departments at this PC place, uh, at this PC specialist company. So now I am a laptop tester. 
and from laptop te- laptop testing is where the customer's laptops will go into the testing department and they will be installed with Windows, tested, quality controlled and stress tested and all that kind of stuff. Make sure they're all good. Uh, from laptop testing, I lasted about two months in there before I became the problem fixer. So the laptops that broke, I would then fix and this was including everything. So I can strip a laptop down and do I can repair any aspect of a laptop basically uh, through doing this job. Screen changes, motherboard changes, everything, I can do it all. Um, and at this point, I'm starting to... I'm still doing YouTube, so I'm still learning massive amounts. Uh, you know, the YouTube scene is growing. This is probably like 2015, so my traction for YouTube is really going. You know, people are putting in search terms and my channel's coming up straight away, and my videos are good. I'm doing, like, trending topics. Like, Bitcoin was a thing that was coming about now, so I'm, like, straight on that with ASIC miners and mining bitcoins on some old laptop that I found. Um, and people are loving it. It's all good. So I'm like, I'm on top of the world right now. Um, <laughs> and I start to notice that this company that I'm working for is that everything's really basic. Like, you know, there's not a lot of bespoke applications or scripts or tools being used. So I messaged the guy that's doing the networking. He's the network administrator there and he does all the servers and that. And I'm like, why? I don't know if you guys know what a HTA is, a HTML application or something like that i don't know mm-hmm. if you guys know what that is um it's Not basically free. html that runs in like a wrapper in windows oh <laughs> and for okay. some yeah it's it's just like yeah it's it, i think it's just a html renderer that's built into windows and it's for some reason all of the tools that we are using are written in hta which is just html and basic very very basic javascript not maybe not even javascript i don't think you can run javascript on it so I message him, I'm just like, yo, why are we using HTA for everything? And he's like, just because that's all I know. And I'm like, well, what do you want me to do some like custom work and see what we can do? And he's like, oh yeah, what language do you know? And I'm like, oh, Visual Basic. <laughs> 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 and he's like, yeah, yeah, let's let's give it a go. So that same day, all the HTA applications we're using, I took them all home and I rewrote them in Visual Basic and brought them all back in the next day and that's when i started doing a lot of the programming work for pc specialist all the custom applications and stuff that we use which i can't really talk too much about because we don't you know there's competitors out there that might hear what we're doing and be like that is a well good idea why didn't we think of that um and plus a lot of it's very custom to us so people won't really know what was going on anyway so i'm new i'm now doing visual basic for this company I've never programmed for a company before, but I'm doing it and I'm getting it. And now people are like coming to me like, can you do this? Can you make this? Can you do this? And so I'm trying to like be this laptop repair guy and do programming at the same time um, and do YouTube at the same time. (laughs) So it's all coming to and YouTube's really kicking off now. I've I've gone past 100,000 subscribers. My views are like into the tens of millions of um, views my plaques come through, you know, the silver play button, uh, and I'm making some some decent money from it as well. So at this point, I'm considering maybe quitting PC Specialist and going YouTube full-time. Uh, glad that I didn't. Very, <laughs> definitely glad that I didn't do that because that would have been a very silly mistake to do uh, because after, you know, the recent events, every video that I've uploaded to YouTube just gets demonetized immediately. Um, so I won't be making any money from that. Uh, so yeah. I stick out PCS and the guy who is the network administrator he leaves and I get handed the job um, and, I, and this is where all my C Sharp, PHP and MySQL all come into play 
because it's I have to learn it in able to for me to do my job. Um, so I'm learning C sharp. I'm doing PHP, MySQL. I've got all this Linux knowledge now because I've been doing the YouTube and I can kind of get my head around anything system wise. I think some people are just they they just get it, don't they? they? You know, they can just they just get it. Yeah, people, I mean, if you you don't have to know all the stuff, but you can you know understand what's really you know, going I can on. read. I can look at a programming language and know exactly what's going on, and I can look into a network and see what's going on, and just I don't know. Some people, I think, some people get it, some people don't, and that's fine. Some people are good at other stuff, some people aren't. It's the way it is. Um, so currently, you know, I was doing YouTube, but it's kind of died off now. I, I'm not in a suitable place to be doing YouTube. Um, a big part of this is this kind of, I think it's like a phenomenon of called imposter syndrome, where you feel like you don't belong kind of thing. I don't know if you guys have ever got it where you don't, you know, people are all kind of looking up to you guys, looking up to you and they're like, this guy's amazing and all this. And you're just like, meh, I'm all right. <laughs> and then you just, you just kind of, and then like you, people will be like, oh, you did this wrong, I did this wrong. And then you're going to get this imposter syndrome where you shouldn't be doing what you're doing. So that played a big part into it. Um, and also I moved out and I, you know, I've had that many, many problems recently with just even wanting to record. Like to do this podcast, I've had to put a hole in my desk <laughs> <laughs> and the mic stands like collapsing and yeah, but. So unfortunately, I don't really do YouTube that much, but we'll talk more on that later when we talk about currently. But Wait, yeah, one that's kind of how it all started. One question may I may I ask here? I just looked at all of your videos, and uh, I remember I saw this, and uh, but I didn't really remember the the interview with Sammy Kamkar. How, how yeah, did the interview you, with Sammy Kamkar. How did you do that? I mean, Sammy is like he's like a really big deal. How how? I just sent him an email. Whoa! <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing. I was just looking at his website because I was binge watching some of his videos. Um, for some people, for people who don't know who Sammy Kamkar is, you might remember back in two thousand and five. Uh, these are the MySpace days where people are playing music on their profiles and that. Uh, Sammy Kamkar discovers a JavaScript uh, worm, is it? And he basically makes it. Oh no, it's, a, it's an XSS script, isn't it? Yeah. He makes it so yeah, it's yeah. adding people to his friends list and then it spreads to their profile and it adds them and, and it you know, millions and millions LinkedIn. of people are infected with this. Space, it just yeah. spreads through. And he actually got arrested for it and he uh, he wasn't allowed to touch a computer for, I think it was like two years or something like that. Yeah. Uh, there but is, there is when a... I say arrested, he, got, he had his door like kicked in. Like, the, you yeah, know, this, it, this is something I really found kind of crazy i mean why does he why isn't he not allowed to touch a computer and why why does he even get such a penalty for just using an exploit i mean i mean this is 2005 don't forget i mean he doesn't do any any real damage i mean this is just like a fun little but we're all very ignorant and naive to it back then you know this is seen as a big deal because i think it it took down cost myspace a lot of money it took it down didn't it it's they have to took now. it down. There is actually a really good video about this. If you search for yeah, Sammy yeah. Kamkar, there is like an animated version. I don't know, made by some big yeah, that's the one. News, that's the one. Yeah, big news oh, uh, channel, and they have like the full thing animated about the whole worm. And and the MySpace had to uh, had to put the site down because otherwise they can't really stop the worm. And you know, uh, the website was down for like 
I don't know what amount of time and, and they probably lo- lost a lot of money and, and also reputation and stuff because of this. So I think that was the reason. But also, yeah, we are back in, we are back then people wasn't really aware of this security stuff and they don't know what's happening. Yeah. But yeah, they, they came and kicked his doors in. And they even, kind of even extreme. the car, they stole the car. He, but yeah, they did. They took yeah, his car, didn't they? They took his car <laughs> and then like go through his uh, whole apartment and all of that. It was really intense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The interview with Sammy Kamkar was cool because he was a really, I didn't, ex- I, sh- I sent the email. I was like, yo, I'm like, you know, obviously I didn't say yo, but I'm like, uh, I'm a big fan of you guy of you. I do my own kind of hacking and security related stuff. This is probably back just after I hit a hundred thousand subs. So I've got my domain as well. So people know that I'm official. Um, so I emailed him, didn't really expect to reply, but then within like maybe three hours, he emailed me back saying, yeah, sure. I'm free here. Uh, at this time and I was like that's cool look at what time it's going to be for me 4 in the morning <laughs> four, 4 o'clock in the morning so I'm like alright yes, I'm going to have to get up at 4 in the morning and interview this guy but yeah he had a lot of interesting stuff to say and it's not even just the MySpace worm that's cool he's done the droid jacking uh, not the droid jacking the uh the the, the, the the drone jacking where he flies oh, yeah, up the to parrot. drones and takes uh, controls of them oh yeah I know so I know. much stuff, cool stuff I um, even, but that interview didn't do as well as I thought it would do, which is a shame because he's he's a really he's very influential. Yes, and re- his projects are really great. I mean, you know, uh, he also he also has like Defcon talks and all of that, which I watched, and you know, I, I'm also like a big fan. I, I was just yeah. like surprised that you got him on on, on an interview, but uh, yeah, I mean, it was easy then. <laughs> Yeah, he's also a big, uh, ins- he was a, or is a big inspiration for me as well. When I, especially when I started with my, uh, hacking Arduino stuff. Cause he also did like this, this, uh, keyboard sniffer. Yeah, oh, with the wire, with the wireless keyboards. Yeah. Like that thing was insane. Like it was listening on the 2.4 gigahertz band one and it was just. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really intense. <laughs> did you guys saw the, the talk when he hacked the, the, the garage doors and the, you could open any garage door? Oh, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I watched that. Oh, that it, was with a, it was with a child's toy, wasn't it? That he oh, yeah, it, yeah, he actually made <laughs> oh, yeah. it with that. <laughs> yeah. so he has and he's done like the motion detectors stuff. as well, where he sprays um, like something over motion detectors. But the one that is like intense, where you're just like, what in the world? Is where he he freezes RAM modules to extract encryption keys from them. I don't know if you guys saw that video. Ooh, I, I maybe saw the video, but mm. not, I can't remember. Not really. Like, to understand what to even come up with that idea because he would basically the encryption keys are obviously stored in the RAM for a short amount of time because RAM loses its information after the machine's turned off but what he figured out was if you get the, like a device cold enough you are able to extract it the encryption keys in some kind of way around that obviously I've explained it in the most basic way ever um, but he did that and that was intense <laughs> so how did you come up with this <laughs> um, but yeah he's really smart and he deserves to be where he is and having his doors kicked in. <laughs> yes. He, what did you just say he deserves to having his doors kicked in? No, he deserves to be where <laughs> he is, but you gotta think he wouldn't be there yeah. if he didn't have his if he didn't have yeah. his doors kicked in. Yeah, um, he's definitely made you know, that made probably an impact in him as well to continue this stuff. I mean if he could achieve something like that, then can probably do stuff other other it's just stuff shame that it starts off with your front door being ruined but yeah 
Okay. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of how I started. YouTube has been a big, long journey. Uh, it's been had some very highs and some very lows. Uh, I've been doxxed. <laughs> I've had my identity stolen. I've uh, had, for some reason, some people, when they found out that I worked at PC Specialist, they were like, oh, I know what's a really good idea. Why don't we try and... Uh, We'll tweet PC Specialist and say that this guy is doing illegal videos online. So that was fun. <laughs> wow. And how did, did your... Uh, how did they react to it? Uh, because I'm friend... I'm like one of my mates at the at PC Specialist. We're, we're a small company, so it's not like it's a PR department. Yeah. It's a PR guy. So, I mean, people knew that I was a YouTuber. Um, but then, like, they were tweeting the PC Specialist Twitter. I'm like, this guy's making illegal videos. And I'm just like wonderful um and it was actually a guy called link cabin that like did started that whole thing off so yeah thanks for that mate but um, i mean they're not illegal no they're not illegal but he i think he, it was one of my rap videos and he decompiled one the uh binary um i don't know if you but i remember uh you know when i was sponsored by bug crowd oh yeah yeah yeah, you were yeah. constantly sponsored by them. <laughs> they, they, they are a good company, and I'm not even being paid to say that anymore. They are, you know. I like them. I will get get back on that a bit. Yeah. So <laughs> they messaged me. It was like, do you know anyone else who kind of does the videos that you do? What do you think of this link cabin guy? I was like, oh yeah, don't, he's a he's a dick. <laughs> don't don't uh, don't take him on. So that's what you get. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Trying to ruin my career. <laughs> um, but yeah. It was fun, and that yeah, that's uh, that's how I started. So I guess we can move on to the the next topic. Yep. Uh, then I think I should start with this one. Um, is that what we are currently doing? Uh, that's our our next topic, basically. And um, and uh, me, I I am a high school student uh, right now, which is. I would say, you know, nothing special. I don't, I don't like it. It's just basically taking the time away from my, my own stuff, you know, what I would, I would like to do. And, uh, in the summer, I have time for it and that's great. But when you have the school, you have all of that stuff and you only have time in the afternoons. And it's, <laughs> I don't really see a real point, uh, of, of it at the moment, but I think we, Maybe we'll have a different episode, uh, podcast episode for this. Um, About school? Yeah, yeah. But and it's a whole whole new topic. Yes. So basically, I am I am in high school at the moment, uh, and I still have two years in high school. So fun stuff, fun stuff. But um, I looks like it's just gonna take time away, and I'm gonna do my own stuff when I have time for it, and that's it. And uh, yeah, so what I do basically now is, uh, I am, I got a part-time web developer job and I'm doing, uh, like PHP and JavaScript stuff. And I started learning, uh, to use like a proper framework and I started using Laravel. I don't know if someone is, uh, is anyone, um, um, familiar with it? And, uh, now I also, starting to learn um, a front-end framework like Vue.js. Uh, they go actually pretty well together. And um, yeah, that's just what I want to do with this part-time job that, you know, I, I learn a lot of stuff with it. And then later I will have this skill set because having a, a back-end, front-end skill set is actually quite kind of something that you can, you know, just sell and, and make a website for someone um, with 
everything in it so you don't have to hire a front-end developer so yeah that's web development is one of my my like part-time stuff and i also started doing bug bounty and here comes bug crowd in the in the game um i actually a few months ago it was like two or three months ago i i looked at all of these people tweeting it about you know how big of a bounty they got on bug crowd and like hacker one and bug bounty forums and i was like this is this is not possible i mean how really this is crazy amount of amounts of money especially in hungary uh so i was really hyped on it so you know how how cool would this be if i if, if i could do the same thing and um i i decided that i would go for it and you know let's see how it goes and in like three uh months i I started, you know, learning about stuff. I started reading books. I have a Twitter thread about it on my Twitter. It's actually the pinned tweet, but probably if you're listening to it later, it's not going to be pinned anymore. But anyways, um, I started doing bug bounty now. And, uh, and I first started with like point only program. It was Under Armour, you know, the clothing brand, uh, and like the Andamondo running app and all of that. And, uh, it was a point-only program, so you don't get money, but I got to the first place there on the Hall of Fame, which I'm, I'm really, really hyped for. It was like a month ago. And, uh, now I also started doing like, uh, actual, uh, bounty programs that pay and uh, got my first bounty, which I am also super hyped for. And, uh, and just as we speak, like a few hours before my phone, my new phone arrived and, <laughs> And that actually I bought from the, the bounty money from Bug Crowd. So yeah, Bug Bounty seems like something which is super interesting and fun and, and, you know, such a great opportunity because for Bug Bounty, you don't have to, you don't have to have the paper, the, you know, the college uh, education or, or anything that they basically don't care about it. If you have a valid vulnerability and you, and you report it and it's actually a bug. Then it doesn't matter how old are you, how, where do you live or any of that stuff. It's just your skill basically matters. And that's, I think, super cool. So I would recommend the bug bounty for anyone. And, and you just have to put in the work and, and you can actually get really good results with it. So that's uh, my other stuff. And, uh, yeah. And, and, you know, Jack, you are uh, sponsored by Backcrowd and I was seeing Backcrowd all over the, the place on your channel. <laughs> and, uh, I actually, for some reason, I am more uh, familiar with Backcrowd, and I started using Backcrowd and not Hacker One. I, maybe it was your videos, uh, and they, the sponsorship actually worked because they. <laughs> uh, I'm sure uh, Backcrowd will be thrilled to hear that. I know they definitely will with the conversations I've had with them. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I don't know. I just like the you know the company, and I have this feeling that. Backcrowd is like more familiar for me than Hacker One, and that's why I started because there are two platforms mainly for bug bounty: Backcrowd and Hacker One. And I started with Backcrowd, and I and I like I like it. But you know, I just started, so I'm not sure about how this will go. But if you are interested in my bug bounty tweets, which are like happening, you should follow me on Twitter uh, because there is a lot of stuff at xdavid too. Yeah, um, <laughs> and um, also I. I'm still doing, but not at the moment, actually open source stuff, you know, like my projects, but I kind of put it on a pause because, uh, uh, bug bounty was actually a great way for me to, you know, get some uh, money because that was actually quite necessary for me at the moment. And, um, 
And that's why I put open source projects uh, on a bit of a pause right now. But I will try to get back uh, on doing that and uh, also doing something other uh, than you know these Python scripts on uh, on GitHub and open source stuff. So I'm I'm definitely excited for that. But I that's it for now. I think I'm mostly doing this stuff at the moment. Uh, yep. So that's for me. Yeah, um about me, I'm yeah, I'm I'm currently studying computer science. Uh, I just started last year. Um yeah, I think I, I told about by uh, my school and that I learned the the basics there and I really thought I thought I was good in programming <laughs> and I, I I still think I was at that point, but um now in university I have to say uh we have a very uh like uh strict teacher I, I don't know how to say it but like we are really digging in all the little details and i've got so much better programming and this is really also where i'm currently focusing on uh, improving my programming skills and yeah i'm doing the my my open source projects on, on github and i do some youtube videos and um yeah i uh, I mean, I, I really like the open, my open source projects and, um, but I'm also doing them just to, uh, yeah, just to improve my skills really. Uh, it's not only about, I don't know, getting famous or anything, but a lot of the stuff I do and the projects, uh, I'm doing and, um, in which order I, I update them and that stuff, it's always determined by what we are currently learning. So I try to, to combine that a bit. Um, yeah, I don't have any job, any part-time job or anything, not like David with the web development. Um, I'm also not overloading myself with the uni, uh, university stuff either. Um, I'm, I'm actually taking less modules than I should, but that's also a thing, uh, here in Germany, especially in computer science. You get the, the hardest modules are in the first two semesters because they, uh, I don't know why, but I think, they are, they are trying to sort out people. They, they want to, because a lot of people apply here from university because it's basically for free. Um, and a lot of people just, they don't know what they want to do and they just apply for some reason. And then they go there and then, uh, after two or three weeks, they notice, Oh, yeah, that's not nothing for me. And then leave. We had, uh, we had more people than could fit in a room. And two or three weeks later, the room was half empty. Um, hmm. that's how, how bad it is. Like we have a good 50% dropout. That's, that's crazy. Um, and yeah, because that, but I, I, I'm trying to focus on that. And, uh, when I do the modules, I want to do them like the right way. And yeah, um, yeah, I'm working on a lot of stuff in my free time, like the whole open source stuff. Um, and, and the university stuff is also not, not easy sometimes. But yeah, I don't have I don't have a job. I'm, I'm having this little um, uh, cooperation with Travis Lynn, as you may be seen on my YouTube channel, uh, because I, I constantly I, I every few months or so I I do a update video on his new boards. He's selling the deoffer boards, so that's something I'm doing. But I mean, that's not really what I'm doing. That's he's doing the hardware. I'm I'm writing the software, but I try to keep it updated and stuff. But yeah, currently I'm just I'm just trying to focus on university and yeah combine this with my projects of course i also do my youtube videos but that's really just like a 
uh, a side thing for me. I'm, I'm not trying to become a famous YouTuber or anything. I mean, you can probably see that from the quality of the videos, but I mean, these are kind of technical anyway, so I don't think people care much about that. But yeah, that's, that's pretty much what I'm doing right now. Yeah, and um, Jack, what are you doing right now? Uh, well, I'm not doing university, I'm not in college, I'm not learning anything, I'm just working full-time for PC Specialist still. Uh, so I don't know if I kind of... Yeah, I think I did mention that I'm the system administrator there now, so I handle the entire IT infrastructure um, and the Microsoft partnership that we have there as well. Uh, so that entails a lot of different stuff. Uh, obviously, an IT infrastructure at an IT company is probably very important to have in place. Um, but because we're still relatively small, it's kind of, it's manageable. I I'm the single person who does it. Um, and I like to think that I do it very well. Um, so we do all of that. Um, I also do my own projects, but most of the projects that I do now are for this company alone. Just because, you know, when you're spending 40 hours a week at a company, you kind of realize where certain things would be better. And also, it kind of helps you do your own job. So a lot of the projects that I do, they're all for this company to grow and increase production through a variety of automation tools and custom programs and scripts that I've built and maintain. Um, but yeah, like I said, the company is still relatively new, so there's plenty of room for me to learn and develop in this kind of fresh environment. Um, it's not like I've taken over something that was already established and built. It's got plenty of room for improvement and it kind of lets me have my own kind of freedom to do whatever I want um, and I think there's kind of a, a good and a bad thing you know it's good because you you, do, you can set up things that don't exist already um, but it's kind of bad because you don't always know the best practices at doing it which uh, certainly does happen um, more often than not and I do get a few lovely phone calls at like 6 o'clock in the morning when <laughs> I've made a change at half past 4 in the afternoon and then they've discovered that that change that I've made doesn't work um, and then 6 o'clock in the morning my phone's ringing like Jack, what did you do? <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, I just changed the script <laughs> um, Oh man But yeah, it's... everyone knows that you can't just change a script and expect it to work it just breaks all the time nothing ever yeah. goes according to plan but I'm having fun with it, so that's what I'm currently doing. Um, so through doing that, I now have this extensive knowledge of Windows Server and Linux, and kind of be an IT administrator. I can, you know, I can do it. I can understand the networking, all the hardware, you know, managing server rooms and all that kind of stuff, data backups. You know, there's tons of it. Um, for YouTube, kind of, I did that, but I think that's probably dried up now it's a shame that it's kind of come to an end but the platform itself the changes that they make it just drives me further and further away um you know i upload a video it gets demonetized people upload videos all the time and they get demonetized it kills channels um and it's not even about the money but you gotta think that i spend 40 50 hours a week working and then come home and do youtube um to just have the the platform I'm using to basically spit in my face and be like, nope. Um, you know, they change people's thumbnails. They make your videos completely hidden. I mean, you guys were saying how, like, the Sammy Kamkai video... Sammy Kamkai is a very well-known guy in the industry, and YouTube didn't promote oh, the yeah. video. And it's like, I have 100,000 subs, and you gave it out to 3.2,000 people. Yeah, you're, you know, this you're guy is a big deal, and, you know, you just haven't 
you know, you've made it invisible for people to see. And especially because you don't know what you're doing wrong. That's the best of it. You just don't know what you're doing wrong. So, um, but if you ever guys ever want to know what I'm up to or like that, I'm still on Twitter. I'm not as active as I was. You probably just see me retweeting memes, but you know, I'm not dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I did mention about the imposter syndrome playing a big part in not wanting to be on the platform as well. You know, I know people say just ignore the, the haters and stuff like that, but the thing is you can ignore a hundred people saying that um, your videos are awesome and you'll just fixate on this one guy that's just been an asshole. Um, yeah. So it is what it is. Um, but I had fun doing it. That's all that people really need to know. I was saying to, uh, I was saying earlier uh, before the podcast started that if I was going to come back to YouTube, it would be probably under a different channel name. Um, just because the views I get and the subscribers I have don't align properly and it's just infuriating. Um, so OCD and that. Uh, but yeah, that's what I'm currently doing, just working away um, with bigger plans for the future, which we will see later. Yeah, it's it's a bit crazy how YouTube is changing right now. It feels like they are completely killing all the, the smaller channels with those changes. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. in retrospect, I'm like, I'm not even a small channel, but they still kill you. <laughs> yeah, but you're like, for YouTube, you are like uh, middle, middle small channel. Yeah, I'm like, I've broken out of the the bit where everyone struggles to get out of. Yeah, but you are not on like... I'm not, over, I'm not on a PewDiePie. <laughs> yeah, you, you need like a million subscribers before they actually care uh, about yeah. you. It's like 190,000 is still a lot of people. Yeah, really, yeah. but I mean... Yeah. Yeah. YouTube. One of those things. Yeah, YouTube lol. <laughs> <laughs> but as um, I think, because I'm wanting to start like learning more languages um, and kind of working on some more projects that don't involve my work so i'm thinking about maybe doing like github and stuff like that it's because github is yeah they use this in the industry as well and i mean i embarrassingly admitted that i didn't know how to properly use github but i didn't really Me neither get it um, <laughs> you just start and then you you learn it all bit by bit but for these companies that they want these qualifications and such and they want i projects that you've worked on and stuff and a lot of these companies, they'll be like, so what's your uh, GitHub? And I turn around and go, I actually don't play anything on GitHub. It's just all on this one terabyte hard drive. They'll be like, really? <laughs> <Yeah>. Get out. <laughs> we'll even get to interview stage. Um, you, you said you yeah. make a lot of tools. Couldn't you release some of those open source? Uh, the tools, they're all, I mean, the tools are all specific to what I do at work. So what I tend to do is I will look at a department at work. So take the testing department, for example. So our procedure at work is we will test, we will deploy Windows to a, a system. We will then do a quality control on it, check all the USBs are working, set the RAID partitions up if they've got it, set, basically set the system up to how the customer wants it to be and test that everything's going to work on it. Uh, make sure that all the hardware that's actually in that system is correct for that system. And, you know, these are where these tools start happening. Like, we don't have these people checking each individual component of this machine. We don't do that. We rip all the information out of Windows and compare it against a website. But it's, you can't really release a tool like that because that's specific to this company. Yeah, that's true. You know, I can't just release it open source because it's missing the entire backend for the website. I mean, then you um, would need to make, like, some general tool where you can set all this up. But then, yeah, then I guess it's I mean, like that's just kind of stuff. It's, it's not bad, you know. I mean, Windows, all the stuff... And we'll move on to this later. But all the stuff for doing this, it's not complicated. It's all there. You just need to know how to get it. 
How do you think Windows knows what process is in your system? Are you no. telling me that you don't know that? Are you, tell- no, are you telling me that you can't get hold of that information that Windows does? Of course you can. One, one thing um, I learned is um, even if you think like this is not worth publishing or anything, um, if, if you have something that you could share on GitHub, then <clears throat> just yeah, do go it. for it. Yeah, because um, I also, I I had problems with some really like highly specific things. Um, I wanted to get some some special hardware working and it, it wasn't working and there was no documentation, no example code really. And I searched like over Google, you, I couldn't find anything. But I searched on GitHub and there were two or three repositories and one of them had exactly the code I needed. And that guy got zero stars just one guy watching and that was probably himself like no one ever looked at this repository probably (laughs) other than me and the person who uploaded it but yet i could really use that code and yeah i don't know maybe um yeah there's some stuff i can release onto there but like i've got like maybe 40 45 50 projects that i've done and finished at work and some of these, if these got into the hands of competitors, I've got to think about them that way as well. Like I have just given them such an advantage because now they know exactly what we do. You know how know, they they might wonder how we automate everything. Yeah. Um. So I was going on about a procedure. So, um, the system then goes onto a very long stress test consisting of about sixteen hours of running the system at one hundred percent usage. You know, to make sure that that hardware is an unrealistic load, but you know, it's a load nonetheless. Um, and then in the morning, the people that worked in the testing department would come on, come back in, they'd switch all the systems back on, check that it all passed. Then they would inject a digital product key for Windows. I don't know if you guys know that that is how Windows distribute their licenses now. It's all injected into the BIOS. Um, so they do all that. They then sysprep the machine manually, so get it ready for a customer to have and basically get that out-of-box experience. And I looked at this, I was like, I can probably do this in like maybe 150 lines of code in C-sharp, so I did that. But it's just <laughs> stuff like that. It's very specific stuff, but I guess you could say that my my go-to thing is automation. Just what job do you do that I can take off you? <laughs> so yeah. I'm going to be I'm gonna be the one that people are going to start hating because it's like, you took my job off me. I was like, <laughs> yeah, but this this, you know, this script doesn't make mistakes and you do <laughs> so it's one of those but yeah I definitely I could probably help a lot of people with the scripts that I've done so GitHub is probably something to look at because again when it comes to applying for jobs and stuff I'm going to be like I did this and this and this and they're going to be like so show us and I'm like I can't because it's at um, a workstation for a company that I don't work at anymore <laughs> yeah. and you also have to consider if you don't want to um, share it with the whole world or something if you just put it on github no one's gonna look at it it's just you have to manually promote it if you want people to see it but yeah, um, yeah I don't think like your competitors will uh, manually search for your github account and see those yeah, no, yeah, yeah, exactly. not, not after this podcast <laughs> uh, oh after the podcast oh they will hear that and then oh yeah, well, they do try. They sometimes e- the emailers, well, they email me specifically, and they're like, "How do I do this?" And I'm like, "Why should I tell you?" <laughs> like, I'd rather have you struggle, but I don't know. We do, we're not we're not as bad as it sounds. But at the end of the day, business is business, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah let's uh, let's move on to the to the next section. Our plans for the futures. Yep. Uh, so I'm gonna start with this again. Um, so for me, for the future, I think, uh, I would basically want to do the same thing 
at least that's what I'm thinking right now, that uh, I want to do the same thing as I'm doing right now, just get better at it. Uh, I want to get better at, uh, at doing bug bounty because, you know, that's really cool. Uh, the stuff I said before that anyone can do it and it doesn't matter who you are and, and you can do it after work. So just, you know, come home and do it for a few hours and maybe you get lucky and find something. So that's something I, I want to, I want to get better with. And, uh, and, uh, as well as doing that, I want to learn learn a web dev stack, um, like you know the Laravel, Vue, JS, uh, basically uh, framework. So you know I could I could do more complicated web apps in the future because that's just a good skill to have. You know to to have like a backend front end uh, skill. But that's basically what I what I said before. And uh, you know same thing goes with the with the open source uh, projects that I want to get uh, back involved in that because I I feel like I'm not really I'm not really uh, giving the attention needed to my GitHub projects uh, as as. So, I mean, there are a lot of issues <laughs> on my projects and I never got around of, uh, you know, r- replying and fixing all of that. But, you know, for GitHub issues, I don't think I have the, I have the worst, uh, time. Space time could relate with the even worse, uh, time with g- GitHub issues. <laughs> so. Oh my God. This is uh, GitHub issues and, and weird user requests is something we can probably do another episode uh, on. Yeah, that's also for another topic. But, you know, I, I also get it and I, I get uh, people commenting on my making issues on my projects. And, you know, I, I never really, so I didn't really test it right now. And uh, not sure not sure if it still works or not. And uh, yeah, I just never got the time to and never got around to fix those issues. But I want to get back and, uh, you know, update that stuff in the future and make other cool projects and and that, that's it for me basically or at least i don't have anything else i i know at the moment i want to be doing later yeah i mean i also want to you just you, you mentioned you want to learn uh, like these frameworks and yeah this is i mean i want to learn so much um I mean, you already know Python and all that. I mean, I, I looked at it. I did some things with Python. I also did some things in, in Bash and automation and that stuff. But I never really learned it. Like, I couldn't just go and start programming something in Python. I, I would have to look up, like, 90% of the stuff. And, um, yeah, I want to I wanna learn more about that. I want to do more with Raspberry Pis and that stuff. But... I don't know when I'm gonna have the time for that, or maybe I find a project that I can do with it. But yeah, I mean, I have like an endless list of projects and things I wanna do. Um, but yeah, I mean, basically I wanna continue with the, the projects I'm currently working on. And as I mentioned, I, I have this little cooperation with Travis Lynn who makes the D-Offer boards. And so, so he's making this custom hardware for me and I can promote him and people can get their official offer boards and not some scammed thing from eBay. Um, yeah, I want to continue on that. Um, yeah, I want to finish university, of course. And, um, I don't know where it takes me after that, really. Uh, I just, yeah, I don't want to end up really like in a company and do some client work. That that's really my uh, my nightmare. <laughs> um, I wanna I wanna do my own stuff. Like Jack, you you said that you kind of have like a freedom in your company. Um, that's, yeah, 
that's really something I would I would look for. Um, either yeah, either it's very that, unique. Yeah, it's either, very unique. Yeah, either either that or um, I just become like self-employed or something. I I just wanna. I, I kind of need my freedom if I just do um, if if I if I'm being forced on some projects I have to do for weeks um, I I probably gonna get kind of depressed <laughs> but yeah we we will see where where it takes me um, but for now I just want to continue really with my projects and continue to learn and become better at programming and that that stuff yeah and my future is determined about what I'm doing now so I'm kind of setting myself up for the like the next 10 years or so um, you know it's very overwhelming the amount of information that's out there and you've got to be able to try and digest the important bits that are going to help you with your day to day life because that's going to really pay off in future um, so I can either I've kind of got two options lined up I can either grow with the company that I'm working with now and you know invest 10 years of my life into this company um, so that basically I become you know one of the the main guys there because um, we're there's, there's undoubtedly that we're going to you know be international basically um, there could be so many opportunities lined up there you know to move countries to work in different countries and stuff like that so there's so many opportunities that are there but not there now but they will be um i remember talking to one of the guys that works there and he was like you have the potential to be working as one of the main cogs in this company and that's kind of it's kind of good to see that you're not just someone you're not just one of the you know one of the other people that are working there that you know they leave and life goes on i'm i'm kind of one of the main people there and if I stop turning, then everyone else kind of stops turning. So I can invest 10 years into this company and see where it gets me. Uh, or I can use it because, as I was saying, I'm left to do my own stuff. I can, you know, I can co- go in one day and be like, I'm going to do this. And I can go in another day and I'm going to be like, I'm going to do this instead. So, like, today I was I built a, a new application in C Sharp. The day before that, I was decommissioning a server. You know, every day is different and it's setting up how I want to do it. You know, some days I might be on my hands and knees crawling around the server room running Ethernet cable. It's <laughs> completely different. Um, so I can use it as like a learning gateway. Um, I have all this experience now that I can kind of do any other job um, in the same industry, but it, I have to be certified in the various certifications, like Microsoft certifications, offensive security certifications, Cisco, and all that kind of Oh, yeah, that, that's a good way to, <laughs> to go. Um but then with them certifications under my belt, I can move on to the bigger companies where the big salaries are. Um, you do kind of lose your identity a bit. Like you do, you know, these big companies. Um, I don't know if, if you guys ever get a chance to see these, you know, these big enterprises like Microsoft and, you know, Google and their campuses and stuff like that. I've been to the Microsoft uh, campus in the UK and it's, you know, it's mental. It's six buildings and you know we have one building and you know you, these companies are really they're really cool to work for you know i went down there to do some training and they're like you're in building three and you know it's not a room number it's a building <laughs> like oh yeah you're you're over in that building there and you're like you go upstairs and the rec room is all because microsoft or minecraft uh, minecraft now so the whole room is minecraft themed and they've got like racing simulators and just a massive LAN just already set up for people to come and play games on. They have popcorn machines and a big cinema and you know these <laughs> massive companies. They're just it's the kind of place where you wouldn't want to go home. 
Um, <laughs> so you know you don't want you don't want the ordinary nine till five where you get to work at nine o'clock and you leave at five. You want to you know you want to be finishing work at like nine o'clock at night because you've been you want a nice office where you've been working all day and you don't want to go home because your office is truthfully told better than your house. <laughs> and, and, yeah, you know, yeah. These these are what these big companies can provide. Um, it's kind of interesting, really, because you you see people that go and work for like Google and stuff like that. They tend to only spend like two and a half years working there. They don't tend to invest much of their life there, um, for whatever reason that might be. I'm not sure, uh, but yeah, that's kind of how it's even going to go. I'm going to work for these bigger companies. Or oh, the other option is to set up my own company doing IT solutions because I can, you know, I'm a I'm a jack of all trades kind of guy. I can I can get my head around a network. I can get my head around some bespoke software that you want. So, but the main plan, the main plan is just to have fun doing whatever you're doing and don't stress too much about it because, uh, it's, it's not a race, it's a marathon. And that's kind of my little bit of wisdom I'm going to inject into this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, we have a final, the, our, our last section is, um, just a bit about our advice and tips. Um, yeah. Okay, so let me start uh, with this. Uh, I would say you should uh, find a motivation, uh, you know, something you like or something you think is super cool, and you you have to start doing that. And um, and you shouldn't just you know learn the theory and learn, for example, programming. Uh, like you watch all of these videos and stuff. Uh, that's great for beginning, but then you have to actually do it because otherwise you don't really get the don't really get the experience for it and uh, you know you can you can learn best uh, by experience in my opinion and then if you have experience and you did a lot of uh, did the same stuff for a long time and all of that then you can filter out all of the bullshit and not uh, important stuff that you know other people are saying and you can just uh, you know do your own own uh, stuff in a way you want to do it because you have experience and uh, and everything so you know, if you have something that you really like and uh, it's like your motivation uh, to, to do it. And uh, I would say you should just start uh, doing a project uh, in that field. Something that you, you want to do. You want to build a website. You want to build an application. Then you could just uh, start doing it. Uh, if you don't know, if you don't know how to, how to get started, then it's not a problem. Uh, you should start doing it. And uh, you, every time you get stuck, you could just like use Google. You can use Google for everything. So it's basically there for you to get any information you want, you know. And if you get stuck, you just use Google and you solve the problem. And if you do this loop that you get in a, get a, get in a um, place where you can't really go uh, through and it can solve a problem, you just use Google and you can solve the problem. And even in really, really small steps with this, you can basically do anything uh, regarding to hacking or like anything other uh, stuff. So at the end, uh, may it maybe takes, you know, months or, or years, but at the end, uh, you will have, you will have your project and you actually did it, but you have no idea how to do. So at, at least that's how it was for me, uh, you know, uh, making my projects. So I, I just started doing it and that's how I do web development as well. I just start and then, and then, you know, um, if I get stuck, I just Google it. And, uh, with this loop, I think you can basically solve any problem and do any project you, you want. Uh, 
and you know you have to be disciplined and uh, you have to have discipline and uh, if you decide you want to do something like a project you, you have to finish it and uh, don't really give up if something isn't working out if you know you decide something you want to do it then just go for it and and finish it and uh, and at the end you will see if it's worked out or not so yeah that's my advice i would say it's not uh just for hacking but you know for any of the stuff just start doing it and then it will get better all, over time that that's it for me i think and the space and it's your yeah, turn i i can i can pretty much repeat that um but while you were saying this um there's one little story i can tell you um so i watched a lot of the you know we were we were at the uh chaos communication congress last year and yep. um it is crazy being surrounded by these similar minded people and this um this this whole vibe there is really i don't know it's really motivating and if, uh, one thing um uh, why that is is um these people just they do something they don't think about the consequences or something they just they want to do something they do it no matter what how they're gonna get there they will just they find people to help them they will find the tools to to build it they will um, research the information to get there and there there are no barriers they're not gonna excuse themselves for not doing so, uh, something and you know the um uh the slogan of the of the c3 last year was to what which yeah. is like German for do something. And, um, yeah, I watched a lot of the, um, um, presentations from last year, the, the ones we missed. Uh, I watched some of them and, uh, some of those were very, uh, they, they were about like politics, for example. And, um, there is this, this, uh, group, um, they are trying to get info from the, from the government about all kinds of stuff. They want to, they want to support people if they have questions to the government and basically all, everything like related to government and computers. Basically, they want to, they want to support people. They want to, um, help getting the, 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 um, uh, help to prevent like some bad laws that could influence our whole digital infrastructure and that kind of stuff. You know, the ones who gave us these, these fake IDs. Uh, mm -hmm. I think that were those guys. And I saw a lot of talks and they were really kind of motivating. They were, they were going against some, um, you know, the, the government is obligated to give out certain information if they are asked for that by the public. And, um, uh, some sometimes they were just saying no we can't give that out for that and that reason and they were just thinking of some excuse because they don't want to give that info out publicly but they are obligated to do that by the law so they were just straight up going to the court and yeah they had to release the info uh, every time and they, they were telling these, these crazy stories and just this me mentality these people they were not uh, they were just doing something and after that, I watched a video. Um, someone was, um, you know, Udemy, this this online platform where you can uh, watch a lot of online courses and stuff. Yeah. yeah and yeah, yeah. Um, this guy was talking why this platform is really bad. And yeah, it is. It, yeah. I always find it found it very sketchy, and and I don't want to get into that. But 
Um, he was also saying that his free stuff was stolen and he was complaining like, but what am I gonna do? I can't really take this down. I can't really go against the people and stuff. And yes, you are in a shit situation. Um, but if you just excuse yourself, uh, you're not gonna see the change you wanna see. Like he's complaining that things should be better, but he's not doing anything to, to make it better other than making a video complaining about it. And that was really where I noticed this, this mentality, um, from, from the C3. Everyone was just, yeah, someone, uh, is, is doing the wrong thing. Let's, let's try to, to fix that. Let's try to, to keep him from that and let's do the right thing. And then you see this YouTuber, um, oh, I, I saw that YouTuber in that video excusing himself for not doing anything. So really what I'm just gonna, my, my point here is just do, do whatever you, you want to do. If you have a project idea, um, think of something that is simple, something you can finish because you have to finish your pro, your, your project. If you are just like halfway through and then lose motivation, uh, that that's really bad. Um, but first of all, you, you need just start with it. Don't, don't search for excuses. Uh, find something that is simple that you can do already. Um, if you need some specific stuff, you can Google for it. Uh, you, you can basically what we all do is just Google to, to solve or to find out the solutions we need to, to make yeah, our project. Programming, programming even is, can be, you know, more than to googling so when you are programming you are basically googling and then later you are not googling because you already know how to do it yeah pretty much um but yeah i also did um that's the other story i um i made a little interview with uh, hackin 9 this is like a, a magazine also in like an online platform and they do some online courses um they were interested in the in the the offer and uh, i i'm i made a little interview with them with them uh just over email nothing nothing crazy and um they were also asking me if i had any advice and i said yeah first of all finish your projects if you don't finish them uh yeah yeah you need to finish and release them because if you don't do that and you lose motivation, then it wasn't really worth much. Uh, I mean, maybe you learn something. That's the most important thing. But you want to finish something as soon as possible. If you release it, then you can um, ask, even if you just like ask your friends or something, share it with people. Because then you get feedback and that automatically uh, motivates you. And um, find a little community for that. If you do something very specific, try to find similar like people online that, that and do the same thing. And there will be, there will be, there will be similar. Yeah. Even, Even if it looks like you are like a very specific niche, there is someone doing the same thing and looking for people doing the same yeah. thing. So you you will you will for sure find someone to do it with. Exactly. And even, even I making this Arduino hacking stuff, there wasn't like, uh, two years ago, there wasn't even like a community, uh, doing, uh, Arduino and hacking stuff really. But now, um, Satonic got a lot of people into that and I contributed a lot. And, um, yeah, we, we have this community now and uh, you will always find people doing that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, for that, you, if you want to reach out to people, you kind of need to 
need to do something. You cannot just go without anything and, and start annoying people. Like, how do I do this? You, you need to show that you are working on something. What are you working on? Show, show it, get feedback, give feedback, um, get active in this community. Um, but yeah, this, this will automatically, um, motivate and, and yeah, you will, you will get better. I, I just learned the basics of programming in school. Everything else I googled, really. Um, that, that, that's really it. I mean, there's no magic behind it. We are not special or anything. Um, everyone is good at something. You, you just kind of need to find it. And if you want to do something, but, but never did it, maybe that's a good point to start. And yeah. And yeah, of course, success is also a thing that means being lucky, uh, most of the times. Um, you have to consider that as well. So if you, even if you try to reach out to people and get no, nothing back. Um, yes, but you know, if you reach happens. out, if you do a lot of stuff, then eventually you will get lucky. So yeah, if you, exactly. if you, if you put in the work, then, then even if you don't have a good, you know, luck, <laughs> even then you will, you can get like successful and get, uh, something like, go viral and stuff if you have a lot of stuff then you have way more chances to you know to succeed so just and do it basically yeah, yeah. sometimes it just takes a lot of time before something gets noticed by the right people and yeah yeah don't part don't give up is, first if, if yeah don't give up i mean it, luck is a big part of it if you want to like kind of become or build a community or become famous and um, doing quotes here. I mean, uh, but yeah, I mean, luck, luck is a big part. But if you keep, if you keep doing what you want to do, then eventually you get lucky. There's, yeah. Yeah. Um, Jack, do you have any advice? I have plenty, kind of, <laughs> because you guys have basically said everything. Um, it all comes down to, you know, you were saying how you need to finish your projects and stuff like that but at the same time you don't want to be doing so much to the point where you burn yourself out and you can't even look at it anymore because it just disgusts you you know you're just like i can't bear myself to be doing this you know it's supposed to be fun it's supposed to be something that you're doing as a hobby that's going to lead to something much bigger this um if you try and do too much you're gonna you're gonna burn yourself out this is something uh happening to a lot of youtubers right yeah i mean it happened to me i'm you know i tried to the, the the platform on YouTube was that you need to upload a video every other day. And I tried to do that and burnt myself out. You know, I, I didn't want to make videos because, I, you know, I was saying no to just doing normal stuff. You know, can, do you want to come out and do this? No, God, make a YouTube video, you know. Um, so, yeah, if you try and do too much, you get to the point where you are going to burn yourself out. I've done it. And being burned out is really difficult to recover from because you got to think if you're your happy time your pa- well not happy time but your pastime where you do after work or after school or after college or uni or whatever is doing projects and stuff and you burn yourself out on it what are you going to do then so it's all about balance um, and kind of leads on to the other thing as well where the things that you make be proud of them you know if you make yourself a really cool script and I think the two uh, Stefan and David they're very proud of the things that they've made whether they be basic or not they're very proud of him either way because as long as someone cares and even if that's only you that cares you did that yourself you know you own it you made that 
Um, so that's one thing. Even with the, the most simplistic scripts that I've made, I'm like, yeah, I did that. You know, without that script, then X, Y, and Z wouldn't happen. Um, and yeah, don't t- let people tell you that you can't do something that you want to do. Uh, when I was in college and I said I wasn't going to go to uni, um, they were like, well, good luck doing what you're going to do. Um, but I, I am where I want to be and I didn't have to go to uni to do that because I didn't believe that I needed to go. I never wanted it to... I believe that I could get wherever I wanted to be without having to go to university. I kind of regret it a little bit because the computer science courses, they look awesome. And a lot of the stuff back when I was applying for uni, they didn't really exist. Like, you've got YouTubers now that are doing a day in the life of a computer science student. And it just blows my mind. And it's something that I would have liked to do. It's difficult. You've got to put in the work. But, you know, but yeah, don't let people tell you that you can't do something that you want to do. Because those, for me, when someone tells me that I can't do something, it makes me want to do it even more. Um, yes. you know like you're you're not going to be able to be a head IT operations guy and I'm like I bet I can <laughs> and what do you know um, and then yeah these guys have said it and I'm going to say is use Google there's a big difference between people who use Google and use Google like <laughs> you know without Google I probably wouldn't have a job but Google is always there you know it's just it's just one tab away <laughs> from you just got to learn how to use it and I'm not talking about using Google Docs I'm talking about just being basic as fuck with your queries you know you're not wanting to Google how do I make this work in my specific program that I'm making for X, Y and Z it needs to be how do I read this file into a string in and, this and, language and you know you have to really filter out the bullshit because you get so many results and you you maybe get the like super long, you know, stuff articles and you just look at it and you can, in a second, you can filter it out. This is not control the thing F. you need. Yeah, it's like a control F. But I mean, the chances are people, you know, the people who made the programming languages, they had to have put this information somewhere, you know? Yeah. Someone's going to need it eventually. I mean, Stack Overflow is brilliant for it. And you've seen the memes that are like, I'd like to thank Stack Overflow for my uh, degree. And it's like, yeah, of course you do. I mean, how else were you going to learn? You know, you weren't born with this knowledge on doing certain things in certain programming languages. It comes from Google and doing. Um, yes, and, and learning stuff theoretically in this field is not 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 the way to really do it. I mean, you can learn programming, you know, just the theory, but you, you will not be able to do it in the real yeah, life. A book isn't going to teach you your program that you want to make. A book, you can't pick up a book and then start off with an idea, pick up a, a book, read it, and then have a finished idea. I don't think you can anyway. Like, you know, no. that book's not telling you how to do your project. It's telling you the different bits that you're probably going to use to do your project. But, I mean, Google is just... It's there, man. <laughs> yeah, I think books are an important part, but um, most of the time you're just going to Google because it's quicker. Just exactly. if you maybe have like specific things you need to look up that you don't understand or something, then it's good you have a book, but you're not really going to learn from that book. But yeah, that's kind of all I've really got to it. And don't, don't be that guy that DMs people going, how do I do this? You oh know? yeah, we have oh, yeah, no. How do you think that I did it? Use Google, damn it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, they'll, people send me messages and they're showing the debugger in Visual Studio and the debugger the debugger in Visual Studio is just amazing because it tells you what the hell is wrong, <laughs> and they'll go, they'll like, they'll message me like, "What do you think's wrong with this?" And I'm like, "I don't know." I mean, there's a big red <laughs> error message there saying what's wrong with it, but hell if I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, we don't know neither. We we that... also Google it if there is something we don't know. I mean, and people asking yeah. us like we 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 know it, but but no, I mean, 
you can just also google it and there's the information like yeah, yeah this, that, that comes back to this whole mentality thing that a lot of people are just uh okay i download this and i do that oh it doesn't work hmm let's open an issue and not do anything about it <laughs> yeah you have to like figure out stuff yourself too i mean maybe someone is nice and helps you to to fix it maybe it's a common issue but if it's a common issue you could have solved it yourself way yeah, quicker yeah. if and if it's not a common issue uh you probably need to investigate in it uh, anyway because no one is gonna come up and give you the solution right away so yeah oh and uh about this whole point not getting getting burned out um yeah, I mean, I'm I'm also kind of the edge of that constantly. I have so many things I'm doing uh, at the same time, even though maybe from my YouTube or something, it doesn't look like that. But I'm, I'm working on so many things. I have to finish my university stuff. I also, yeah, I have a private life, right? And um, it's it's very, it's it's crazy uh, most of the time. And um yeah, don't don't overload yourself. If you become successful and then feel uh, like you have to do this now, you don't. Just do what you like. Um, oh yeah, that, you... that's a good point, really. Yeah, because yeah. after you make you know a project for me as well, I feel like you know I have to do something again because otherwise you know I I just lose what I did. But yeah, uh, it's it's not really the case. So you can you know that you can be do point. it later and yeah. Um, you if you like, you you want to do this thing, you want to do this project, and you want to get it out there, and you want to get people interested in it, and then you are you achieve that, right? And then you think, oh, now I have to update it constantly and get uh, similar tools out there or something. Uh, no, you don't. Just do what you like. If you after that you like to do something completely different, then yeah, yeah because, do it. Because look, you, you got the success by doing what you liked at that point by making that script but if you don't like the same thing anymore then you just do the other stuff that you like and you maybe find success there as well so you don't have to force yourself uh, by for to doing something that you don't want to do anymore i think yeah yeah that's i think that's that's pretty much it do you guys have any any more points I don't think so. I think we went over a lot, really. Yeah, yeah we, I am well out of points. <laughs> yeah, this is this this episode seems like to be as long as the last. Yep, it's quite the same. If I'm looking at it, it it will be the same yeah. as the C three one. I mean, it's pretty cool. It's worth yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. People who are starting out, it's really good content for them. Yeah, we we made some pretty important points. I think this is gonna help a lot of people. Yep. Yeah, because especially we like that that's always the thing like um you as a beginner look up to these people but we in our minds are still these beginners we, we never change we just luckily got successful somehow um yeah and it's it's also weird to say you know i mean i mean you think about things it like not really i mean i'm i'm still the same looking at like jack tutorials and looking at junty and like ah this is super cool and you know and now people are looking up at us and it's like weird because we are we are still the same as as you maybe uh yeah. looking up so you know you you could do the same thing as well it's not something that is so special yeah pretty much and you don't have to become uh i mean your your goal shouldn't be to become famous or something um no no you should should just do what you like and but 
yeah, of course you should. I, I'm not. I'm not saying like you shouldn't share it or anything. Yeah, try to try to build. Try to promote. Try to get it, your yeah. community. Try to get it out there and stuff. But your goal shouldn't be to become uh, like to get the most followers or subscribers or something. That that will lead to your burnout. That's that shouldn't be a goal. Yeah, leave that to the click bears. <laughs> yeah, I'm Johnny. Put it this way, you don't want to be oh. on stage doing a boxing match for YouTube. <laughs> Nobody wants that. <laughs> Oof, but yeah, I think that's that's our topic. Yeah. So, it was really great. Yeah, if you if you like it, um we wanted to do a little QA section after each episode, but I don't think anyone actually wait, asked wait, us a question. Let, let, me, let me, I wanted to do this at the end. Uh, so, if you are now listening to it, and you may, be, you may be thinking, you know, I'm talking to like all of the people, but no, I'm talking to you right now, who is listening to it and listen to the whole thing. That is really big deal. I mean, this is a super long podcast. And if you are here and listen to the whole thing, please leave you know leave us a review about uh, how it was and and what should we improve on because it means a lot even though if you think it's not i'm not talking directly to you but yep i'm talking directly to you so you know on twitter uh, you should leave us uh, 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 suggestions and other topics and questions if you want but definitely make sure to you know give us something about how it was or if you enjoyed it and what would you like to see in the future so yeah i, I just wanted to try this out maybe this would <laughs> make people to to give us reviews because it really does matter what you think you especially you listening to it right now yeah especially with podcasts you don't really know how many people are actually listening uh how many listen to the end it's a bit hard to to know so the feedback is is, if you uh, got this far we would really appreciate your feedback because then you actually listen to the whole thing so that would be really cool yeah. Um, yeah, because I, we wanted to do this little QA section after each episode. Um, so if you wanna, uh, if you have any questions to us uh, about this topic or other things, just something we can discuss in the podcast, um, leave it in in the I don't know YouTube comments or tweet at us with the hashtag insecure space. Um, yeah. And um, you can follow the podcast over on insecurespace.com. We also have it on Apple Podcasts now, so you can find it on iTunes, uh, Spotify, or any podcast app that supports uh, an RSS feed. Um, yeah, uh, you can find us on Twitter at jack1337, at Spaceoon, and at xdavid2. Um, yeah, you can also support us on Patreon. Uh, I still haven't updated my Patreon description, but anyway, you can support uh, the podcast over at patreon.com slash That's my personal Patreon, but I'm paying for the, the podcast sourcing and stuff. So if you support me, you're going to support the podcast. And we also have a Discord server. Uh, you can find the link to that on spacewoon.com. And yeah, thank you for watching. And yeah. And listening, yeah, thank you. Yeah, listening. Uh, listening. <laughs> I'm sorry. But maybe, you have a legit. <laughs> maybe someone is watching this on YouTube, okay? Oh, They're yeah, watching possible. the whole time, all right, looking all right. at that Look at image. That logo is really good. I, I mean, I would I would perfectly agree on someone looking at it for two hours, but... <laughs> yeah, if, <laughs> if, if you are currently looking at that image, after still after over two hours, 
Make ah, sure yeah, to you've tweet only got us. one screen. <laughs> Make sure to tweet at us with the hashtag insecure space. I, I am yeah. interested, interested for that one. But yeah, thanks for listening and, um, yeah. Yep. Thank you everyone for listening. Yes. Also. And, um, how, how, how to end it actually? How uh, to end the podcast? Let us Google that. Hmm. How did we end it last time? I could just do like what I used to do. And I'll see you again in the next one. But you, oh, yeah, they, okay. they can't see us. You'll here, listen here, to us here. again in the next one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, then hey, you should do that. Wait. Uh, okay, then just go for it. And then we will end it with that one. All right. And we will listen. Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, and you listen to us. And we hope that you listen to us again in the next one. Bye. <laughs> Nice. Oh, we need we need like some special effects. Like, Here's some music. Let's play it.